Goldthorpe is number one. A kickstart for Australia. Gold in a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runners. Donovan Bailey is putting on the third. A perfect score, 10.0 for Nancy Cavanici, a perfect score. The first time I've never seen anyone get a over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals at the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt, sprinting ahead, winning by daylight and setting a world record. 9.68, the wind is okay. How easy was that? It is Off The Podium, an Olympics podcast coming to you today for day 11 of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics on a day where no one medaled. No one. No countries at all medaled. None that count anyway. Uh, Yeah, no medals for Australia and Canada. So I don't know what we're doing here today. We're apparently talking about nothing. It's a weird feeling, but who cares? We're not Australia. We're not cocky, arrogant pricks. So we're here to uh, talk about the other esteemed athletes. Really? Of, of other countries, uh, particularly a certain country near us, which had a very good day, and we'll talk maybe a bit about them. Uh, you heard some voice there, actually. Oh, no, it's a baby. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. We've got him on the show. Here he is. Colin Hilding. Colin, welcome back to the show. Good to see you've got your own introduction music now, a crying baby. Yes. I'm uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here on Australia's uh, only um, Olympic podcast talking Australian stuff, so... Maybe I can bring a different perspective for a change, Ben. I tell you what, Colin, you find yourself another Canadian co-host, make it 50-50, and then we'll talk, all right? You, you, that's your, we'll that's bring your homework. Jamie on right now. <laughs> oh, Jamie doesn't count. Jamie doesn't watch anything. She would know what she's doing on the show. Oh, she um, does now that she's seen the Canadian's pants. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did she watch any of the diving? They're shirtless. Um, also joining us <laughs> is a man who's not shirtless. It's Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back. Thank you. It's uh, it's good to be back. I don't know what you complain about, Colin. We gave plenty of credit to the Canadian women's football team yesterday. You got nothing to whinge about. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 well. We'll get to that. I, I've yes. I've run some statistics when it comes to our athletes of the day. So uh, good Canadian what? math coming soon. Three Australians and one Canadian. Wow, what a blowout that is. <laughs> well, I was thinking more three Australians out of ten days, which makes up thirty percent of our athletes of the day without any other athletes of the day out of any top 10 nations. And yet we have more, more, more gold medals in Canada. So I'll oh, boohoo. I'm sure um, you won more than America <laughs> and China and Russia <laughs> and every other country. All right, in all right. Let's get this over and done with. All right. I want Let's to hear the topic. Hang on a minute. Athlete of the day is not always about the winners. All right. This is the thing. I know we it's try about Australian up- winners. No, we, we try to put up a French athlete mm-hmm, the other day, the true. spirit <laughs> of the Olympics, and that you were like, no, we're going to have a great Canadian. See, we were willing oh. to go to somebody else, you know? Okay. But no. So let, let's, let, let's do this. In all seriousness, like all, all jokes aside, um, I, I I just want to flash back a couple days ago where Jared made a very fair argument where we were on the third athlete of the day we'd given to a swimmer. And he said, you know what? I think we got to move past swimmers now. Fair enough, Jared. Um, ben made an argument. You know what? We've given it to a couple of gold medalists. I think we got to move past a gold medalist. Um, I'm glad for our eight to 9% Australian listenership, but I think the 91% out there would like to see some more representation. That's all I'm saying. So oh, I, I'm actually in, in all, in all Colin, honesty, calling for no, the no, equality in, in all honesty, I keep hearing, Oh, wait till we get to Beijing. 
I'm not interested in that in Beijing. I, I honestly think a good thing to do going forward so that we can showcase as many athletes, as, as many sports, as many disciplines, as many countries as possible is if we were to institute a, you know, one country rule for athlete the day. And if we were to ever do anything above that, let's get a whole consensus. Cause it is look like, let's be honest. If this were an American podcast and you heard three out of their 10 athletes of the day were American, you'd be saying, Oh, it must be run by NBC, typical Americans. If this were a Chinese podcast and three out of their 10 athletes of the day, you would still say propaganda. It is looking a lot like the Australian perspective is being pushed a little bit higher than everything else. Okay, Colin, let's just just take a step back. Take a Noah back right now. First of all, I want to point out that I actually advocated for a Canadian athlete the other day, but I was shut down. I wanted the Canadian I goalkeeper. I know, I shut you down. Yeah, see? So you can't talk about that. We would be at 3-2 right now. I don't that. want a competition. This is, this is what you don't get. Why it's are you not complaining? A <laughs> it's not a competition between Canada and Australia. Then why are why you complaining? You <laughs> I don't want every Canadian. I wanted one Canadian. I put up two. I wanted one Canadian. I think honestly, like if, if we're really looking at this, I think there's been way too many. But when we get to the end of this, if no Australian athletes are put up by the end of these games, we will still be at almost 20% of our athletes of the day from one country. And it is your country. So in the interest of our 91% listeners out there who are waiting for some recognition for other countries, I think it would be fair that we move on. All right, I'm just putting this um, out right Apologies now. Apologies that I haven't watched every single event every day to make yes. a fair decision. Yes, well, that's a well, good point. I have, here's the thing, I haven't. If I were to put up everything that I watch on TV, it would be all the Canadian perspective too. And again, I'm and not blaming fine. you guys. You guys only have the Australian, but you're also the one saying, oh, this is typical Channel 7. It's the Australians, the Australians, the Australians. You're falling yeah. for it. You're, 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 you're playing along with this. Okay. I, this is... Like, seriously, all jokes aside, I'm, I'm not even, this isn't even like an argument or anything like that. I, I think our athlete of the day, we should spread it out as much as possible. And at three out of 10, I don't think it's being spread out a lot. So, and I, do, I will say this, I liked your athlete of the day yesterday. I also think that in all fairness, if we are going to be spreading this out as much as possible, not giving it to all gold medalists, not giving it to all swimmers. We also don't give it to all one country let's hold off on not giving it to the Kayleys or the Jess Foxes if we think there might be a bigger story coming. That's, that's honestly what I did with why, why I turned you down for the, the soccer one. So I'm like, you know what? I'm sure there are better athletes of the day today. I know that there's going to be a Canadian athlete that I'm going to be very passionate about, and that's the one I want to fight for. Jared, Jared, you look like you're itching to say something here before I chime in. No, I'm just going back through the list, and I just don't know who you're disagreeing with. Yeah. Well, I, I'm dis- <laughs> well for one thing, I'm disagreeing with Jess Fox because, again, great story for Australia, but it's no different than Tom Daly's story. And if anything, Tom Daly's story might be a little bit bigger because he beat the Chinese, the only person to beat the Chinese in who knows how long. So we're, we have athletes who are on equal level. And I think if we were to be looking at this from the Americans' perspective, There'd be a lot of arguments of, well, why isn't Katie Ledecky in there? Why isn't Caleb Dressel in there? You know, why, why isn't this person, this person in there? So it's not to say that your athletes are bad. I'm just saying, let's spread it around. Let's pick our favorites and then let's try to find somebody new. 
Okay, I want to start this off by saying this isn't grade three, four, five sporting carnival where we've got to spread the love. This is <laughs> well, off it, the podium. It, I'm not. No, right. no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This five, isn't... we need to award Ben's stop, favorite stop, athletes stop every day. Stop chiming in with the 2021 woke bullshit that everything has to be equal. All right, we will give who we want. Okay, one thing I'll just say right now: we're getting really heated at the beginning of this. I like it. Um, somebody, again, what's that? I do hear a crying baby still. Um, I think that one thing that I will say is we never really clarified much outside of this because previous two Olympics we've covered, our athlete of the day was basically we each gave up a nominee and we didn't choose an overall winner. It was just this is my athlete of the day. The only reason we've turned around and choosing an ultimate one now is because we've gotten a bit fancy on social media. So we thought, like, cool, let's put one up there. And in all fairness, we kind of did that right at the beginning. We didn't clarify anything. I think that was me just saying, oh, by the way, this is what's happening. And then all of a sudden that happened. So my bad. We should have clarified this beforehand. Secondly, no, I don't agree that we should spread it around. I think it should go based on a vote and who we all put up. I don't. No, and it's two to like. No, here's here's the point. Okay, it is I just, two I to one. Yeah, in your it vote is two every to time. one. I'll say it this: the the question you put up, I looked for it. I could not find this story carried anywhere other than Australian news outlets. Well, I could say the same thing about Penny Alexia. I didn't find it well, um, you, anywhere you outside can't. of the Canadian I saw news it in outlets. other places. I saw it in other places too. What, like but, but again, I'm not arguing that choice. I'm saying if we're giving three out of ten, thirty percent to one country. It does look a little slender. And let's acknowledge we have 91% of our listeners out there who maybe want to see a different perspective. Okay, well, well if, okay, if 91% of our listeners want to see a different perspective when they message in and complain that we are being too biased <laughs> to Australia, then I will listen because I'm not listening to the one crybaby on this episode who's chucking a little tantrum. Because well, at, then, the then, the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Yes, we are an Australian-Canadian-centric podcast. Yes, we have 66% of Australians, (laughs) which, again, yes, we're going to be biased because, as Jared said, we have a coverage. You have a coverage. We like to be outside of our perspective, but, of course, we're going to be centric towards someone like a Jess Fox or a Kaylee McEwen or an Andrew Hoy because we're seeing that and we're celebrating that. If you're listening in the US and 91% are listening in the US – as you said, they're not going to hear about Andrew Hoy. They're not going to hear about Kaylee McEwen. They're not going to hear about Jess Fox. So to them, they're going, oh, okay, well, I want to learn about that. Maybe they're sick of hearing about Katie Ledecky and Caleb Dressel and Simone Biles all the time because they're so centric. So and we if also they want somebody else, if they want the mentions. Americans, listen to an American podcast because I'm not going to apologise for being biased for our athletes that are great and deserve to be recognised. Okay, so so the the other seven days there were no author Australians that were worthy you wanted to be recognized. We have honorable 100. mentions. Let's give the honorable mentions out. That's what I've been doing every once in a while for the Canadians. But the only two that I fought for were the ones that I was passionate about. I, I let if we're if we're saying no more swimming, I, I'm going to start saying well, there's no chance of swimming anymore. Gold medals all going forward. I'm most proud of the gold medalists. Let's give it to all gold medalists. But we want to spread around. We, you know, the, the best one of the best ones we did was the first one we put up, and it was somebody who came in last. So and look, it's it's good to be able to give a variety to our athletes. And I don't disagree with that. I, I, I why are we arguing over this? I I, I don't disagree <laughs> with that at all. I I for one, and the person is like, I don't think we should always give it to a gold medalist. But at the end of the day. On my personal vote every day will go down to somebody who I genuinely thinks should win the athlete of the day. And like, this is the stupid little award that two people listen to out there and it doesn't go anywhere. I know the, the two people is- are Ben and Jared because it's always an Australian. And again, I'll, I'll say this. 
Jared has a good head on his shoulders. Jared puts up on it every single day, not one day without fail. Ben has put up an Australian. So well, it's and I'm okay not going to apologize for that. I'm not going to well, apologize for that. And Beijing mentions are fine. Beijing, because I'm generally more Canadian centric come the Winter Olympics, I'm probably more than likely going to put up a Canadian every day. I'll say I'm this. I'm turning down the Canadians because I don't want just to be a Canadian sweep. I I am going to say this right now that if by Beijing. We can get a fourth co-host on this show, and they are Canadian. I will gladly be spread 50-50. Or well, you we just can turned also down one. <laughs> come, well, um, Jamie's not going to come on every day. Like you barely come on every day. Jamie's got one of you got to look after the kids. <laughs> get Casper on. Good points. Um, Good points. <laughs> thank you. Um, we can always open it up to the listeners. They can vote every day, but then it kind of it's a it's a whole process. Look, we will clarify rules around this before Beijing. In the meantime. That's that's all I'm saying. We'll, we'll, let's let's come up with something that that will allow it to be spread around more and not a two to one vote because you guys watch the Australian coverage. And I like your athletes that you put up. I just simply say, if if we're if we were to have put up three Americans at this point, we would all be saying, you know what? Let's spread it around, not just the Americans. And the only nation in the top ten that has been given athlete of the day is Australia, and it's been done three times out of ten. I'm just. It I'm is a just, bit of a staggering number. <laughs> why is this a thing? Why, why are we caring about this? Because <laughs> I'm not Australian, so I'm not connecting with these. You're putting up things that I have to Google at the time of because I can't even find any news sources here in Canada that carry this or United States or anywhere. Sorry, I just had to leave, give you a moment there. That's the man who didn't know about the French boxer yeah, exactly it was sitting and, oh, there's, there's the, the other international the french, news <laughs> the french the french athlete you could find it on the kingdom they they did not carry anything other than a quick snippet that said this and we were going to give the athlete the day to somebody who headbutted a person twice was disqualified and held up the boxing over the greatest accomplishment in canadian history and that's something as i said you guys would have fought for if it was the australian side but, but we didn't because freaking Emma McKeon did it on the same day that Penny Alexiak did, but we took a back seat. So what are you talking because about? Now, okay, if you stop, hadn't, stop, stop, you would have been at four out of ten. <laughs> All right. Okay. We have gone 13 minutes of this episode having an argument. Um, we will clarify some rules. We will go over some things for Beijing. In the meantime, I'm standing my ground. I'm voting how I vote for these Olympics. Oh, I if know you will. an Australian, and I don't l- care. Let me... Let me just add this. Let me just add this. I actually do get a kick out of the the, the crying thing you threw in there. But uh, let's back up to who started the protest in our podcast. If anybody wants to listen to Double Oz 7, ranking the secondary Bond girls, where Ben not only walked off for two to three minutes, came back and shared his screen with pornography as a punishment because I put up somebody at number 12 who had two minutes of screen time. Difference is you still did it. My thing didn't get overruled. And thirdly, by all means, you can take over the editing if you really want to. Then you can do whatever you want. I mean, it's just- I'll, edit out, I'll edit out the Australian athlete of the day the next six times it comes up. Go for it. You do Imagine it. Imagine um- dissing a 62-year-old man at his eighth Olympics. Hey, I said that's the one I would have agreed with. I said that's the one I would have agreed with. I think the other one is the most decorated female kayaking athlete of all time at the olympics absolutely yep. let's 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 hear what ben has to say about the new zealander who had uh, uh oh, i've got i've 
Uh, what? Like, are you actually thinking that I'm not? Like, legitimately on my notes here, I am going to talk a lot about her, and she's one that's of my good, nominees. That's good, because that's spread around. That's what but, I want. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, it's crying louder today. I hear it. There it is. Wow. It's really, really crying today. My goodness. Um, day 11, gentlemen. Uh, no medals uh, for Australia or Canada. At least, yes, there's still a few events going on, but I, I don't think there's anything going on right now that's uh, looking good, although I think there's a Canadian hammer thrower potentially in with a bit of Each a shot. volleyball? Uh, well, there's no medals can be it'll decided be, tonight. Well, it'll, be, it'll be for a shot at a medal, I guess. Well, I mean, like... A guarantee, actually. Well, I mean, if you want to... Okay, on that page, Australia has guaranteed ourselves three medals today, but they're not on the, the tally yet until they officially are on the tally. Uh, I'm talking about that. Jesus, you are... What's wrong with you? You take a day off and you... Like, you just want to fight <laughs> everyone. Have you been watching the boxing, Colin? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I am literally watching beach volleyball. Ben's so defensive right now. I'm literally watching beach volleyball, and I'm like, oh, wait, if we win this, we pretty much have a guaranteed medal. That's got nothing to do with what I just said. Um, Anyway, Jared, I'll start with you then, because I'll let this guy have a bit of a a breath, I think. Um, (laughs) No medals, but uh, I guess the big thing for us, and the reason why I'm wearing the Athens gold medal today, is the Cookers did it, the Cookers! The curse is not in the purse yet. They're still going to win the bloody gold. But they're in the gold medal final. They've done it for the first time since 2004. This was a big result. Yeah, big win as well. 3-1. I was a little bit concerned when um, we got that lead kind of so early and then straight away the the Germans leveled back. Um, But, yeah, super impressive. Um, Definitely the highlight of the day in terms of Australian results, particularly because some of our other teams struggled a little bit. But, um. Yeah, super excited for that gold medal match. It was it was a great result and so thoroughly deserved. And it's just, I mean, again, it's not done yet. Like it's it's obviously still very much a likelihood that we'll get another silver. But I mean, I, I still think that you, you go into that. You're the number one nation in the world. You're up against apparently Belgium are number two. They actually did win the silver in Rio. I, I double checked that. I didn't really think Belgium were an esteemed hockey nation, but uh, apparently they do okay. But I mean, yeah, as we've said a few times, this is one of those ones that I think is you know would mean a lot to Australia. To kind of get another gold there. And Canada, Colin, you are welcome. We exacted revenge on Germany in an Olympic hockey semi-final. There you go. We did it for you, Colin. I was about to ask what sport you were talking about because again, I don't think Canadians acknowledge this as a sport. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, you know, Germany deserves it. Come on. They've done terrible things in the past, most of which are actually only related to hockey in Canada. Yeah, exactly. Is Canada still crying about that, that you guys lost to them in in Pyeongchang about that? No? In all honesty, if Canada loses in hockey, they are very bitter about it. Like, this whole idea about polite Canadians is a total lie because if you take hockey away from them, they are nasty, terrible people. Colin, we we know that. We know if you take Athlete of the Day away from them, they're nasty, horrible people (laughs) and they cry foul for a long time. Uh, So, I mean, we're we're witness to that right now. Um, I actually, in all seriousness, though, like, you know, we'll talk about some of the stuff that Canada did today, but you weren't on the episode yesterday. Obviously, the big, big news was the the women knocking out the US in the the soccer through to a gold medal match. You'll play Sweden. I mean, how, how was this received in Canada? I can imagine that this was very big news for you guys. It was all anybody talked about. It was every headline you saw. It's everything. People who I know don't watch sports are sharing it on social media. Um, I think the unfortunate thing is, again, the whole idea of polite Canadians is a bit of a lie because uh, there were some comments that were made by the U.S. team saying, like, you know, what bothers us is that we lost to Canada here. Uh, This is a rivalry. Canada would be saying the same thing if it was America. 
And they're Canadians. Oh, look at these poor sports. They're not poor sports. They haven't lost to Canada in 20 years. That's a streak. You know, the 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 steeplechase, uh, uh, as I was mentioning to you guys in the chat yesterday, the Kenyans won nine straight Olympics, and then all suddenly they lost to both Ethiopia and Morocco. I guarantee they're like, you know, it hurts to be able to, to be losing this. Uh, so I, I can feel for the American side because I also know that Canada has been there with hockey, as you mentioned. Uh, but the big comments going in, and I don't know if this was carried anywhere else, was uh, Christine Sinclair, who's pretty much, you know, she is soccer in Canada here. Uh, she said, all we want is to change the color of the medal. Like, we don't want to be three in a row for bronze. And at this point, I mean, I don't think we're going to win a gold. I don't think anybody is expecting us to win a gold. But just the fact that we have upgraded, you know, to a new medal, as, as Kylie said, we've upgraded now to at least a silver. I think that's victory enough. Well, that's kind of what we were talking a little bit about with the Matildas. Like, I mean, you know, we wanted to play you guys. I mean, I was looking forward to being a bronze medal match off and then nearly could have been a gold medal match. But, you know, there's all these disappointing headlines here about all oh, the Matildas, this Matildas out. But like at the end of the day, this is probably where you guys were at in London. Like to make a semifinals is a nut. Like that's a huge thing for the sport in this country. And even if we finish fourth, that will still be a big thing. And again, we're hosting the Women's World Cup in two years. So it's kind of, it's perfect timing for this to happen. So, um, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be very interesting against Sweden, uh, you know, doing very well. Do you, are they talking up the record between Canada and Sweden? Is this a, a side that you guys have no. got a record against at all or not quite there yet? No, I, can you tell me what the record is? Because I don't even no, know. I, I, I don't, don't think I, it's great. Clearly, I follow female soccer very closely. So um, <laughs> I, I, I don't really know. If they did it in the water, you would, right? Absolutely, of course. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of water polo, so I would definitely follow that. Um, the, the big one, though, that like and this, you mentioned this, you, you kind of talked me down thinking that this is something I wasn't going to talk about. It's literally on my notes is one of the major things to talk about today. Uh, New Zealand, uh, and in particular, one New Zealand athlete in the, uh, the canoe sprint, uh, we talked about Valerie Adams becoming the most decorated female New Zealand athlete of all time only a couple of days ago in the shot put. Well, her record lasted all of about two or three days because stand up and cheer for New Zealand's Lisa Carrington, who won two gold medals basically in the space of an hour and now has her fifth medal in total. So not only is she the most decorated New Zealand uh, female athlete of the time, she's equal first with Paul McDonald and Ian Ferguson. And she's got two more events to go, if you don't mind, uh, including an event that she got a bronze in Rio. So she just needs to medal one more time, and she'll join Penny and Emma as the most decorated Olympians from her country. And also with New Zealand in general, their sixth gold medal which puts them only two behind their highest ever gold medal count of LA in 1984. 14 in total, only four behind uh, the 18 they got back in Rio. And having spoken with Nook earlier this evening, quite proud. They're quite chuffed over there in uh, in the the land of the long white cloud. So, Jared, I mean, I think we can hear them screaming still from this side of the world, can't we? They're going off in New Zealand. Yeah, it's a big party. Next thing you know, they'll be trying to... Beat the Australians at the Olympics. Well, don't worry. I've got one at least a uh, little dig at the Kiwis later on in our uh, fails because I've also heard some of their commentary going on about Australia, which uh, doesn't mean they get a free pass today. But, I mean, obviously this has made a bit of the news end in Canada, Colin, then if you, you were aware of this. Yeah, well, I mean, we had a couple of Canadians in those events. So, I mean, it was being carried live here, but the, the commentators weren't talking, oh, that was really good showing the Canadians. They were just going on and on about Carrington. And for commentators in canoe and kayak and rowing to get really animated is uh 
it, it, it's not something you hear every day, but it was like, this is incredible. This woman has just won, you know, a gold medal and, and two gold medals and she's going to break the all time record. Like they were getting as worked up at it as they did probably for Penny Alexiak. And I think that caught me really off guard. Which i got to say, too, so Ian Ferguson and Paul McDonald, the equal record holders for New Zealand, are both also canoeists. So uh, don't New Zealand love to canoe? I mean, when I lived there, all I ever see were just New Zealand's canoeing everywhere. Just the streets of Auckland, canoes, just all the way. They keep trying to canoe to Australia for a better life. Yep, exactly. Well, (laughs) some would argue people from Australia try to canoe to New Zealand for a better life. It depends on uh, Especially if they're in Hobart. Yeah, well, well, yeah, everyone just moves out of Hobart. I, I did a couple of times and I'm back. It's just, it's, it's, you just can't escape, apparently. Um, she's from Taronga, a nice part of the country, too, as well. So, from Toronto? Um, she's t- Canadian, Taronga. man. It's ours. We want Tarong- the gold. Taronga. Taronga. Uh, of course, there's that say in a Maori accent. It's like, talk, talk. I'm not even going to try. I'm going to offend the whole country. I'm trying to be nice to them at the moment, right now. Good on you. Good on you, Lisa. Um, and also, the other one I wanted to mention today as well, because uh, we'll go over the medal results today. Um, but I watched this one live, uh, 400 meter hurdles, Carsten Warholm. Now we talked about this the other day about Norway winning a gold in triathlon. Now they've got the fastest man who can run a lap of a track over sticks of wood. I mean, what, what's going on in Norway? Like they're fast on snow. Now they're fast on land. The Norwegians are taking over. I don't know if I like this or not. Um, but I mean, this was epic. I mean, it was, what was it like a 45.9 something or rather the first man ever under 46. And as Matt Shervington pointed out, uh, his time that he ran today would have won him the Australian championships in the 400 metres flat without hurdles. That's how fast it was. And I think Bruce said that the top five, the times that they posted would have won every single Olympic medal in history, which is absolutely insane. And again, from a Norwegian we had an Italian win the 100 metres and a Norwegian win the 400 in a world record. Colin, what's going on with this world here right now? It's it's changing. That was honestly one of the craziest events I've ever seen for, for a lot of reasons. Uh, one, they said that uh, the world record in that had been standing for 29 years. Nobody had broken it. And it had been broken by Karsten, what's his name, um, a couple of weeks ago. And then he goes and breaks it again. And then the second place actually would have broken that record as well. Uh, What makes this even weirder is that it's Tokyo. And I think at 1030 in the morning yesterday on one of the events, they said it was 34 degrees. That was at 1030 in the morning. Uh, He ran this at night. Maybe it had cooled off a little bit, but I doubt that much. These Olympics have been so hot that like nobody was expecting any just before this started, like maybe about half an hour before it started. I, I even said to Jamie, like, I don't expect any world records to get broken here because it's, it's near impossible with the heat. And in the 400 meter, I think it was the women's 400 meter sprint. They were saying that seven of the nine fastest in the world chose not to run that event because it was just going to be brutal to do 400 meters in a sprint in this heat was near impossible and nobody wants to set them up for failure they did it while jumping over hurdles and two guys set the world record and he set the world record with enough time to rip his shirt open and scream and the canadian commentators even called it like you know that there's the crazy viking (laughs) well that's not stereotyped at all but i mean i'm sure he would he would applaud that name choice jared did you did you see it i did it was so impressive um yeah i think the stat that keeps coming back to me is what you said the fact that his 400 meter hurdles would have won um, the Australian nationals for 400 meter flat. Like it's just, 
In fact, you can run that fast around a track while jumping over stuff and you can do it better than everybody in our country. Um, it's just, yeah, it was such a good race. I have to, I have to say though, as great as the race was and great to see the results. I mean, as you said, Carson's uh, celebrations were fantastic. Uh, Benjamin in second place, great name. Great to see Brazil get a bronze. He was pumped up. I was devastated that in fourth place, by uh, just so close from the British Virgin Islands, Kyron McMaster fourth. He was like four, what, three tenths away from winning their country's first ever Olympic medal. And I barely classify the British Virgin Islands as a country. Like it's just, <laughs> it's, it's an island where rich British people send their money so they don't get taxed basically. I mean, I can't take a country serious enough called the Virgin Islands and then add British in front of it. But, like, I mean, God, that was so close for him to win an Olympic medal. I love how they put here national record. I mean, I, I probably could set the national record for something on the British Virgin Islands. Not that hard. But, I mean, seriously, though, this guy nearly won a bronze medal. I mean, I want to put him up for Athlete of the Day just for that alone. But, um, yeah, good, bad luck. And a name like Chiron. That's a very British Virgin Island, isn't it? I think of the British Is Virgin it? Island. I don't know much about the British Virgin Islands. There's virgins there and they're British. That's about, I, so I if the name makes you sound like a virgin. <laughs> I, I, I prefer the American Virgin Islands, you know, because they're, they're not dicks. But um, anyway, um, we should mention right now, though, that the women's 200 metres is about to uh, go on our screen. So uh, we're about to see that happening. So I'll go over some of the other medal results, though, from today. And, uh, yeah, we're basically are waiting, obviously, for the 200 metres. It's happening right now. The men's pole vault, I think, has just been decided. Uh, the women's hammer throw is also... No, that's just been decided, uh, so I can give you that. And we're also waiting. Are we waiting on anything else? Nope, it's just these two events. Actually, this must be the last one, because, again, I think the, the pole vault has been decided. Uh, so, as we mentioned, the 400 hurdles uh, went to Germany's... Uh, Norway's, sorry, uh, Norway. Uh, Carsten, basically the same, aren't they? Carsten uh, Warholm... <laughs> One's a bit more evil, um, and that's the Norwegians. <laughs> they got the gold, USA silver, Brazil bronze. Um, the women's 800 metres went to the US, uh, Ating Mu, Ating Mu uh, gold, Britain silver, USA bronze. Women's long jump went to Germany, Malaika Mahambo ahead of the US and Nigeria, and the women's hammer throws went to Poland, Anita Lodalet, yep, that person, uh, Zheng Wang from China, and Melina Kopron from Poland. I'm just going to pause here because the 200 metres is on. I don't know if you both are watching uh, this. I, I bet you you're 10 seconds ahead of me, so I don't want it spoiled. All right. Well, I'll try my very best to It'll be it over when they're about to start. You're like, oh, okay, they're running. That. They're running. They're sprinting. Lane they're Thompson. sprinting. They're sprinting. They're running down the track. There's women. They're running. They're running. They're sprinting. They're around the bend. They're athleticing. Look at them athletic. They're doing well. There's one in front. There's one in second. There's one in third. There's a fourth place. There's a fifth. There's a sixth. There's someone way last. And, oh, that one's going to win it. The one who's fastest is going to win it. Oh, look at that woman come through in the other lane. Oh, my goodness. And Commentary of the day. Yes. Well, we don't have any commentary tonight, so that's our commentary. And uh, there you go. Gold to that woman. Can I spoil it for you yet? <laughs> nope. They're on the starting blocks. Sure? <laughs> oh, God, you're so slow. Bloody Canada. Jesus. No wonder you complain so much about Athlete of the Day. You just can't even accept it. It takes you that long to, to realise what's going on. Um, in the boxing, men's welterweight, Cuba. Cuba's had a great couple of days, haven't they? They got a couple of gold today. Bunch of medals yesterday. Let's all move to Cuba. Uh, Ronnie Earl Iglesias, I believe that's Enrique's son. Uh, he took the gold ahead of Brit's Pat McCormack. And bronze went to Ireland and rock. Uh, and the women's featherweight, I caught this uh, bout today. It was quite entertaining. Sina Ari from Japan got the gold ahead of Nesti Petakikikako of the Philippines and Italy. And Britain shared the bronze in that one. We'll say 
Uh, we'll talk about Harry Garside very soon, but uh, guaranteed medal for Australia in the boxing, first time since 1988. And uh, New Zealand as well, I will mention, uh, David lost his, uh, his semi-final, but he will get a bronze. So uh, good to see that there. Have Wait, you watched it now, yet, Colin? Now I need a spoiler. Uh, did Shelly Ann even place? I think she got four no. from what I could see. Wow. Um, yeah, I haven't man, seen man, Elaine Thompson, there's the, there's the new Osain Bolt. Yeah, she's done the double. Is that the double-double? The double-double. <laughs> so she got the double in Rio as well. So there you go. Yeah. We can spoil it now. So uh, Miss Thompson from uh, Jamaica got it. So good job for that. Um, and do we have a result in the pole vault, Jared? I thought that was looked like somebody was celebrating on my screen a couple of seconds ago. Try and pull this up to see... Uh, What's going on there? We'll come back to that. Um, so that was the boxing. Uh, in the canoeing, again, Cuba. Line up in the streets of Havana. Dun, 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 die another day, playing on the streets all day. Uh, as Sergey Torres and Fernando George won the men's C2 1000 meters. Silver to China, bronze to Germany. Uh, in the men's K1000, the gold went to Hungary. They were thrilled, weren't they? Always happy. Uh, Belint Kopasaz, uh, the guys that the commentators could not shut up about. Adam Varga, oh, he's the future of the sport. This guy's the future of the sport. Well, they got silver. <laughs> And then Portugal, silver, for, uh, bronze, sorry, for Fernando Pimenta. And, yeah, gold for New Zealand in both the women's K1-200 and the K2-500. Lisa Carrington in the K1-200. And then she was joined by Catelyn, Caitlin Regal in that uh, boat with the other person. Spain and Denmark got the silver and bronze in the K2, uh, sorry, the K1-200. And then Poland and Hungary in the other one. Um, cycling. Oh, goodness, we'll talk about this. Uh, two Canadian golds for, uh, for both Australia and Canada, fourth places for us in each of these. The men's team sprint. The Dutch took the gold ahead of the Brits. Thank God for that. And France, the bronze, beat Australia. And in the women's, the Germans, in a world record, beat the Brits. Thank God for that. And the US beat the Canadians <laughs> for the bronze. Uh, in the diving, gold to China, no surprise there. CEG ahead of China and Britain got the bronze. Gymnastics, it was uh, bronze to... Well, start with bronze, why not? Horizontal bar to rock. Silver to Croatia, Croatia in gymnastics. Uh, and gold to Daki Hashimoto in Japan. Well, for Japan. It was in Japan as well. The men's parallel bars went to Jing Yongzhu of China ahead of Germany and Turkey. And China also got the gold in the balance beam. Chen Chen Guan ahead of Jing Tang of China and the big story of the day she decided she wasn't sad anymore Simone Biles is happy again because she decided to compete and she got a bronze so there you go I, I believe she actually just got a bronze for showing up I don't think she did anything she's like hey run I'm Simone Biles have a medal oh thank you it's kind of like Meryl Streep hey, just you know she, show she up. beat a Canadian for that bronze I want to talk about that Canadian she's uh very proud I was watching it and she was crying like what happened and then I read the story and it was a great moment for her highest place ever by a Canadian yeah. female artistic gymnast. Great. I, that surprised me. I thought you guys were decent in gymnastics. So um, there you go. We've medaled once in men's, and it was, I think, in Athens. <laughs> gold on the floor in Athens. I looked that up before this. Um, sailing. Uh, Britain got a couple of golds, those bastards, and the men's 49er and the men's fun, uh, which was commentated by a Kiwi. So I loved it every time they said, oh, this is the last time that fun will be in the Olympics. Oh, it's a bit sad. New Zealand got the silver in the men's 49er and Germany got the bronze. I believe Germany, was that the one that they beat us right at the end or was that the NACRA 17, Jared? One of them, we were in bronze medal position and then we choked. Yeah, I think it was the NACRA 17. 
Classic Necro 17, Australia. Always happens. Uh, Brazil got the gold in the women's 49er FX, ahead of Germany and the Dutch. Uh, as I said, the Brits won the Finn ahead of Hungary and Spain, and Italy got the gold in the Necro 17 ahead of Britain and Germany. Uh, the 109-kilo weightlifting, the gold went to Uzbekistan, Akbar, Jurarev, uh, ahead of Armenia and Latvia. And the wrestling, I'm sure you're glued to this today, Colin. It was gold to Hungary's Tomas Lorinches. Good day for Hungary today in the Greco-Roman 77 kilos ahead of uh, Kyrgyzstan and Japan and Azerbaijan. All the Jans are getting the uh, the medals in the wrestling. In the Greco-Roman 97, it was Rocks Musa Avolev beat Armenia and Poland and Iran got the bronze. And in the freestyle women, 68 kilos, America, Tamyara, Tamara, I'm guessing that would be Mensa ahead of Nigeria and Ukraine. And another Kyrgyzstan medal. Good day for Kyrgyzstan. Um, there. So, and uh, the women's 200 metres, uh, we can officially say that uh, gold went to Elaine Thompson. Hurrah. Double, double. Uh, and then silver went to Christine Maboma of Namibia, the esteemed nation of Namibia. And Gabrielle Thomas of the USA got the bronze. So, yeah, Shelly Ann Fraser Price, fourth. Uh, I'll sad there for Mary Jose Lou from the Cote d'Ivoire, the one who keeps singing fourth and fifth. And um, uh, what's that, the Bohemian in last place? Oh, that was What happened there? I don't know. Probably thought of me. I run slow. I don't know where that came from. Um, The pole vault, so (laughs) has it been, it looks like it has been decided. So the gold to Sweden, Aman Duplantis, looks like he's taken the gold there ahead of America's Christopher Nielsen and uh, Tiago Braz of Brazil. So we'll call that there. Um, great. Uh, I, I'm sad with the pole vault. Like the Aussie guy bombed straight away. I don't know what was going on there. Um, medal tally then. So our final medal tally. I can give this in now for the day. The top five is still the same top five as we've uh, had. Russia actually had slipped out of the top five, but their wrestling gold has put them back in. So uh, China... 32 gold, 21 silver, 16 bronze, 69 in total. The U.S. still leading on total medals. 24 gold, 27 silver, 21 bronze, 72 in total. Japan, finally, they've broken their couple of days without a gold. They've got 19 gold now, 6 silver, 11 bronze, 36. Australia, no medals, but we're still in fourth. 14 gold, 4 silver, 15 bronze, 33 in total. And Rock, with that last-minute gold, 13 gold, 21 silver, 18 bronze, 52 in total. Canada have slipped to 16th, 3 gold, 4, sil- four silver, 7 bronze still. New Zealand, we're in the top 10. But they're just out now on 11. Six gold, four silver, five bronze. And for those at home, I know you want to know where the Islamic Republic of Iran are. They are in equal 49th place with a gold and a bronze. So uh, that is Ben's Random Country of the Day. New segment now at Off the Podium. Um, let's go through the Aussie and Canadian results. Colin, I'll go over to you. Just uh, want to quickly update, though, on the basketball. The Boomers are seven points up against Argentina as we are seven minutes into the th- seven minutes remaining in the third. So, uh, Jared, you feeling okay right now with this? Yeah, it's looking good. It's not, um, hopefully not coming down to the wire, Ooh. like with the Opals. <laughs> nice three pointer there. So, uh, move up to 10 points. Online. And there's your man, Della Vadova screaming on the bench. Of course, that's where he is. Colin, Canada, give us some results. Uh, well, Andre DeGrasse and Aaron Brown qualify one and three going into the finals for the 200 meter. Uh, sadly, Brendan Rodney is out because Ben interviewed him. <sighs> Oh, uh, I've, got a, I've got, I've got, I've uh, got, just, just, we'll come back to that shortly. Don't worry. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, what else do we have? Uh, the Javelin, Liz Gleedle, uh finished 11th overall. Unfortunate for her. Uh, this one, uh, actually, I will um, talk about later when we get some commentary fails, but uh, uh, we had in the 400 meter, uh, Kira Constantine 
she actually uh, moved on to the semifinals, whereas our other runner, Natasha McDonald, did not. Um, did something happen with Mo Ahmed last night? Why is he on my results here again? I have no idea. You tell me. <laughs> wow. Okay. So he's still in it, apparently, in the 5,000 meter. That's good for him. All right. Yeah. I thought that it was done for the, the 10K for him. Good job, Mo Ahmed. Still a chance. Uh, hammer throw, Cameron Rogers, fifth place. Uh, not bad. Uh, track cycling, <laughs> Ben already talked about. Beach volleyball, uh, Bansley and Wilkerson are moving on to the semifinals. And we're going to find out shortly if they are going to be facing Pavan and Paredes, who um, I guess are undefeated and now considered the front runners now that the Americans have been knocked out. Uh, so we, we could have the Canadian uh, semifinals there. Uh, men's volleyball. This one was actually really heartbreaking. Uh, not that I'm not unexpected because we're basically going out exactly where we went out in Rio uh, in the corner finals to the exact same team that we went out in Rio, which is rock. Well, I guess it wasn't rock last time, but um, same, same thing. Uh, but uh, Ken has never made it past this, but it, it was a good go. And they, they, they came close near the end. It was, it was, it was a little bit of a nail biter at the end uh, water polo. Uh, I did, catch some of this last night uh, i fell asleep in the middle of it uh, and then woke up about 10 minutes later and it was over so uh, <laughs> uh, 16 to 5 lost the united states as we usually do uh so yeah we're out of the water pole uh ellie black this is this is actually a really big story here now as as big as the simone biles story is i would say it is sharing equal headlines in canada because ellie black was our greatest hopeful ever we thought in gymnastics and not taking anything away from her at all. I mean, there's an incredible documentary that they aired um, right as the Olympics started, like an hour-long documentary just following her last year, what they thought was going to be her heading into Tokyo 2020. Uh, and then they canceled it, and you get her reaction from that and everything. Uh, and then flash forward a year, and we start off, and then in the all-around competition, she pulls out, I think within like 24 hours of Simone Biles pulling out, but for her, it was her ankle injury, uh, which has been day to day. And finally now last minute, she's able to come back in there on the beam, uh, came in fourth despite their ankle injury, which they said they, they barely cleared her to compete. Uh, uh, if only, if only there were, there wasn't two Chinese in there, we would have had a medal. And if only Simone Biles was still having issues, we would have a medal, but uh, still fourth place finish the best we've ever had. Um, uh, sailing stuff went on there. Uh, best a, ever policy is best yeah, ever Canadian six. results. I think you got yeah. six in one of the races, which I was seeing that was being shared quite a bit. So I was like, yeah, hey, good on you, Canada. You can sail well. We can sail. I mean, there's not a lot of water here, um, but uh, we can sail. Uh, sport climbing, Sean McColl did a little bit better than uh, <laughs> the guy Ben interviewed. <laughs> hey, uh, but I, poor Tom. Yeah, I. I, I don't. I didn't catch the whole thing of this, and they haven't updated it on it's the still website. Still going right but, now. Uh, maybe it's, it's, it's still on. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't looking like he was in metal contention, but what the it, I, I was wondering about that because I thought it was going to be over quickly. Because I was wondering. Well, we'll talk about sport climbing a bit. We'll, we'll mention that. Uh, artistic swimming. Ben, did you catch this one? I saw a bit last night. You guys were third or fourth, I think, after the that's first the day. I'm not too sure about the second day, so I haven't seen the results yet. So fifth is it? Okay, yeah. that's good. So I guess that's coming up. Coming soon to um, some commentary in a couple of days. It's, I'm looking forward to that. Jared and I have been practicing, haven't we? So we're, we're you know, getting on Commentating board or the sport itself? Both. We need to get into the sport to commentate <laughs> it. So we need to be able to get ourselves in the zone. Do so, it. Mm -hmm. I'm very, like I'm very literal athletes, about yeah. my commentary. Yeah. Method actor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Adrian Lanois 
was in the semifinals, but uh, didn't advance to the finals in the K1 200 meter. Last time that event's ever been contested. I don't think you mentioned that either, did you? Uh, no. So let's mention it it's now. Out. So Carrington goes out uh, as the final ever, possibly. Well, as she uh, should. And we... We had a couple others that advanced to the semis and then uh, some of the finals. I won't go through them all because there's a lot of names here. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. I, I wanted to actually, in all seriousness, talk about Ellie because, like, yeah, I, I did sort of – I was recording earlier for one of our other shows and I sort of – it was on in the background. And, I mean, of course, I'm going to watch the women's gymnastics because that's just me. And I saw – like, I literally saw her performing and then kind of just see this crying and I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, you know, did she fall? Like, and I'm watching the routine. Like, no, she did pretty well. And, uh, yeah, fall is pretty good. So, um, you know, she, she could be mentioned a little bit later on when I... And update here. Uh, Canada will not be playing Canada in the semifinals for beach volleyball. They'll be playing Australia. Sorry if I stole your thunder there. Uh, what? Did Australia win? Uh, yeah. Well, we in the, in the quarters? Is that on right now? I thought that wasn't until later. Are you watching mm. the right thing? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I, I thought they were just playing the semis here. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I was reading the wrong Canadian team. So, yes, yeah. quarters still to come. Because uh, the the Australia Canada one's like late. I think it's starting like right about now. Um, yeah, so I think it's after the Boomers. So um, they're just they're literally starting right now. <laughs> there you go. So uh, yeah, well, because it, it's been a busy day in terms of like Australia like promoting all these things. I mean, it kind of went from the hockey to the water polo. Now the basketball's on, uh, and then yeah, the the beach volleyball is the other one that they're kind of pumping up right now. But the basketball quickly, the Boomers are leading still. So uh, that's exciting. So uh, we'll see how that uh, plays out. 51 to 45, Argentina are coming back. Argentina are a good side. So I think we talked about this last night that I was a little bit nervous about this one. Um, but uh, hopefully the boom's going. They've got to play the US. Now, I, I did what I know I'm jumping ahead to what we watched, but I was uh, looking like Spain were going to come through with that one. And that wouldn't have really been a bigger surprise, that one, because there's a number one and number two sides in the world. But the US came back. Kevin Durant was on freaking fire. But uh, I tell you what, if we end up winning this game and playing the U.S. in the semis, wouldn't that be sweet to make it through to a gold medal game by beating out the Dream Team? So, uh, you know, they, that would be bigger than anything the Matildas did these Olympics. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, so for Australia today, I will say that um, we do apparently have a guaranteed gold in sailing coming our way, which is good. Matthew Belcher and Will Ryan did enough today to uh, guarantee themselves a gold. So they basically just have to show up and they'll win the gold. So uh, we have another gold guaranteed for Australia. I believe that is tomorrow. So, uh, obviously, we can't quite claim that as it is. The Kookaburras, 3-1 over Germany. So, we will have a guaranteed medal in hockey. That is coming up on Thursday night, I believe, against Belgium. And Harry Garside, get around the boxing, everyone. We're going to talk about the curse of Ben Waterworth very soon. But I'm calling the curse of Ben Waterworth in the boxing slightly not that bad because... Harry's getting a medal. Um, David got a medal. I've noticed a couple of the other Brits that I worked with got medals. Kind of counts. So the, the curse can be broken as long as you can meet them face to face. I will tell you about this. I've got a whole thing written out. Just don't like it's, it's going to come uh, here. I feel like this is a pitch. <laughs> I feel like this is a pitch to get more people to do face to face interviews with us. But you go, you go for it. <laughs> Harry uh, defeated Zakir Safulan in the uh, men's lightweight. Now I, I don't know if you saw this, Jared. And again, my expertise having watching every single Commonwealth Games 2018 boxing match. Um, I thought they were fair calls. I, th- I thought that he lost the first round, the second round. Yep, fair enough. I honestly didn't think he did well enough in the third. I was a bit surprised that he won. I'm being honest. I sat there going, no, nah, Harry hasn't done it, but he did. And he went off and Australia's going off boxing. We've got a medal for the first time since 1988, Jared. Yeah. Who would have thought that that uh, 
double bronze rule would come in so handy to uh, make sure we're guaranteed. But I think we're going for more than that. Well, I mean, I don't know. He's up against the number one in the world, Andy Cruz from Cuba. So uh, not too sure there. But, I mean, this is, again, one of these ones that, like, look, if he loses and gets knocked out in five seconds, it's, you'll take it as a win. I mean, it's a long time between boxing medals for Australia, a sport that we've never won a gold in. So uh, who knows? Gets it through to the gold medal match, and, and you never know. And this is a guy who does baller, ballerina stuff. He's a ballerina in his spare time. Ba- ballerini stuff? <laughs> ballerini stuff. Ballet. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh <laughs> I don't know what it's called. What's it called? Bella Ballerini? Ballerini. Do you want to, hey, hey, you know, I've got some tickets here. Do you want to go check out the ballerini stuff with me? You know, you know my favorite Natalie Portman film, that one with all the ballerini stuff in it that she won an Oscar for? <laughs> Black Swan. It was great. Um, I look really good in a ballerini skirt. It really suits my figure. But uh, the best ballerini around, Harry Garside, through to the semis. So fantastic there for uh, Harry. Um... In the sports climbing, oh, Tom, uh, 17th. He's overall, he's 17th, so he improved. He was dead last <laughs> after the bouldering. Um, i got to say, this sport is amazing. This is so good. The speed climbing is brilliant. The bouldering is frustratingly awkward but fun. And then now the uh, the lead is kind of interesting. I'm seeing the Canadian right now is actually coming out. So it's such a shame. This is one that I would have loved to see with a crowd because you've actually got a fair few people there watching it, but I saw the grandstand that they built for it in the background. Can we just quickly talk about this, Jared? I mean, this is epic. This has lived up to everything I think that we uh, thought it was going to be. This, is, this might be my new favourite sport at the Olympics. I can't believe we bagged this out five years ago during Rio. Yeah, it's so good. It's particularly, yeah, the, um, the sprint is just amazing. Uh, the bouldering, like you say, I think the, maybe the bouldering goes on for a little bit too long because um, I flicked away from it and came back like an hour later and was like, oh, is this like now they're doing a final or something? I'm like, oh, no, it's just it's still the same bouldering getting through the athletes. Um, but, yeah, there's just so many good moments to it that you wouldn't expect the little um, the cleaning of the boulders in between yeah. people, the fact they bring on the volunteers, but then obviously the climbers themselves aren't happy with the job that they've done. So they just get their little brushes up and start brushing away at the wall. Um, yeah, it's just so much fun to watch. And the commentator for this is, is brilliant. Now, is it oh, yeah. the British I, one? I think we're hearing the same one. Cause I was the, hearing British. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I saw it was on seven for a bit, but I only had it on that. Like, I mean, you talk about going forever. I mean, I've been recording this on my laptop now for five hours and 10 minutes and it's still going. The Canadian's still climbing. So, like, I'm worried there's going to be a like 20 gig file size. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Colin, you caught some of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I caught the sprint part, which uh, I, I, I'm going to slightly disagree only in that uh, I feel like everything happens so fast that I don't have a chance to really even digest what happened. I'm not even talking about the sprint. The sprint itself is fantastic just to see – it's superhuman how quickly they climb up the wall, but I wish they had a little bit longer of a transition in between the matchups. Cause it's like, Oh, they got to the top. They're down and all oh, this moving on the next one. Okay. Everybody go quickly. It's just, it's rush, rush, rush. I want to be able to see who won a match, you know, figure out, okay, where the placing is. Uh, but knowing that this is now on five hours, I think there's probably a reason they did that. Maybe they could just break these up and do it in two sessions. Well, I, I think I remember talking to Tom about it, how, you know, it was a bit of contention around them doing this as a combined event that like, you know, often these people are good at one and not so good at the other and they don't generally do a combined event. So I would like to see it separate. I think we need to just do a speed, a bouldering and a lead, all separate events. I think both. 
I think yeah. have the combined, and then that's the basis for your qualification for the individual events. Like equestrian, mm. kind of how mm-hmm. they do that. Yeah, or gymnastics. Or the gymnastics. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So no, no, 100% agree. But it's fascinating. It really is. And the Canadian now is still going. He's nearly at the top. So I love how they've literally got a sticker saying top. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, that, that's just for the Canadian, I believe. He's like, oh, hey, where am I going? And it's like, oh, he's fallen. Oh, is there a Canadian. this way up sticker somewhere? Yeah, it's like Dr. No, everything's labeled. Like, <laughs> but you know, we I mean, make the, it better too. The speed, if that was knockout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's a good one. Uh, the thing though that I like the bulge around the crotch isn't brilliant. The way they've kind of got like the the crotch little harness, but then it also looks like they're all just you know spend a day out in the work site, all covered in sort of like chalk and paint. So, but yeah, Tom O'Halloran in seventeenth, so not last. So that will take that. Where's McCall? Canadian, Where's the Canadian? Fourteenth. So uh, he's beaten the you know, victory there for uh, Canada. Um, <laughs> that's we call fourteenth victories now. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you know, you're into the second week of the Olympics. <laughs> if you're from the British Virgin Islands, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the athletics women's long jump, uh, Brooke Stratton, seventh, uh, which is uh, great. Colin, you've got to get on board the Brooke Stratton train. She's a celiac. We were we were learning all is about she? her health. Yeah, we we're learning all about her health struggles. You know, they're, they're, they're saying this is a really good result for her because she's had really bad health issues, and they kept saying about how she was diagnosed with celiac disease. So you've got a friend. I was watching that last night, the long jump. That was actually, I, I, I stuck with it from beginning to end. And Jamie was like glued to it to the point where she's like, you know, I got to I got to go do something now. Can you just pause this until I'm back? I'm like, okay, well, it's live. I don't know how long it's going to pause for. Uh, I might only have like 20 minutes or whatever. She was loving. She did kind of make a crack. And again, this had nothing to do with watching me. She, she sort of said, oh, there's an Australian. Is she going to be the athlete of the day? <laughs> But um, she also commented that she looks like, I don't know the name. What's the name of that comedian? She was in the movie Trainwreck. Oh, Amy Schumer? Yeah, she said she says she looks like Amy Schumer. I'm like, I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, not the worst call. I'll pay it. Not too bad. Um, won't pay her other comment. Jesus Christ, the Hildings are a snarky family. Um, in the, the Javelin. She's a follower the, on Instagram, by the way. <laughs> Jared, I mean, it took me about 10 minutes last night to realise who our Javelin throwers are, uh, but who gives a shit? All three of them into the final and, like, absolutely blew little Bruce away and uh, the other guy, Dave, they, they couldn't find it. The stat book was broken. They think this is the first time that Australians have ever made, uh, three Australians have made the final of a field event. So we, we make up a quarter of the field. So how are we feeling now? We're going to be 9th, 10th, and 11th probably, or 10th, 11th, and 12th. <laughs> probably, but oh, just the mind has already started wandering to uh, the 100-meter the sprint, and if we can um, do what the Jamaicans did and get the trifecta on the podium, oh. it would just be so good. Goodness me, wouldn't that be thing? I also just love now on Channel 7 that how they've obviously got the boomers on. We're in the fourth quarter now, 12 points up Argentina. Good look. Uh, we're up by 12 points, I should say. They're still showing the pole vault. They're not showing the beach volleyball. What's going on, Channel 7 here? Like, are you just going to... They're going to hold I, it off till after the boomers and claim it's live, aren't they? Like, that's what they will uh, do. Are, are you following beach volleyball, though? I would love to know an update, mm-hmm. Colin, if you've got one for us. Oh, well, the first set, Australia's up 12 to 8. So oh, come on! Get, get on top of Australia! I will come say, on. though, Pavan and Paredes, they look very relaxed for being down right now, uh, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We'll, we'll see when we get to the second set. It's very Canadian. It's very Canadian. Like, oh, hey, we're losing. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kelsey Lee Barber, uh, on the last throw, if you don't mind, made it through. Uh, Mackenzie Little. I do mind. Thank well, you. She doesn't. The world champion, of course. Remember that, Jared? She's the world mm-hmm. champion. That was the <laughs> one we found out. She's the one from those ads on TV. She's the one from those ads on TV. That's the world champion. 
<laughs> I, so I, oh. I don't know if this is what the joke's about because I'm not in on the Australian TV, but uh, no, you did you listen you to the, the episode thing here? last night, Colin? <laughs> well, I told you I listened to parts of it, but you obviously uh, didn't listen to the funny um, bit. So <laughs> it was all funny, right? <laughs> but um, uh, here on Canadian TV, I'm so tired of hearing about world championships because they find a way to, to say that every Canadian is in a world. Oh, they were they were a bronze in a world championship. They just don't give the year. And then after the event, it like yeah, it was the 2015 World Championship. Like, well, that would have been good to know beforehand. They kind of know that she's the reigning world champion. So the last athletics world championships were in 2019. So she she won it. And I, they were saying though that she's one of the ones that was really affected by the the delay because she was like in really good form. Then I think she got injured, mm. and therefore like had the Olympics gone ahead last year, she probably would have been a gold medal favorite. She's not barely being talked about. I don't think I heard her name until the other day when I read the. Who could we still win medals with in the final week? Oh, we've got a world champion in Javelin. I mean, the joke was last night, Colin, that I had only discovered we had a world champion in Javelin yesterday. And then I was like, oh, and then I literally couldn't remember her name. And I kept reading out every single Australian athlete's name except for her. So (laughs) I'm like, oh, is it this one? Like so much as world champion Javelin news make it here in Australia that we've got the world champion in Javelin and we don't even know. So, um, uh, but yeah, all three. But they're airing it though, right? Uh, they they add snippets of they'll air the final when it's on like they do, ah. it's kind of they cut between like obviously between the both can I just say I do love here when they're showing the boomers um, that Harry's gone across to watch the basketball he's in the crowd he's still in his boxing uniform he hasn't even gotten changed <laughs> so Harry's just gone from winning a boxing quarterfinal I'm going bugger it I'm going here I'm gonna <laughs> go watch the basketball um, in the four hundred meters uh, Bendra Abaya did not make it through. Uh, in the heats, she was fifth in her heat and sadly did not make it through. But, I mean, look, this has been a great game for Tasmania. Obviously, we know Ariane's, uh, you know, got the four medals. But stand up and cheer for Stewie McSwain, number four in the world in the 1500, <laughs> and he's comfortably through to the semifinals. And I'm going to play that name some. again. Stewie McSwain? Stuart McSwain? That's a normal name in Australia, Stewie McSwain. Are you trying to be racist against our names in our country, Colin? A proud well, Tasmanian. I don't know. You have Stubbledy Cook, Stewie <laughs> McSwain, Chumpy Poolin. Like, I'm not knocking it. I'm like, man, you guys got epic names, whether they're real or not. We, we, I mean, and we all give him nicknames after that. They would be like Stewie McCann. Like, he'd be like Macca or something like that. Like, you wouldn't even call him by that. But um, he's through, so like he's legitimately a medal chance and a Tasmanian from King Island of all places. It's a place in Tasmania I've never been, so uh, good for him. And also Ollie Hall got through as well, uh, so we've got two Australians in the semi. Now, um, we don't have commentary today on the show, but we do have something epic to play today. Now, I sent this through to both of you. I don't know if you actually uh, listened to the song or not, but you might hear it for the very first time. Uh, on the news tonight, I, I don't really watch the news, but I caught a bit of the news because Tasmanian news is, is interesting. We can call it that. Um, we had a group from King Island who play the ukulele and they're called the Uke Can't Be Serious. And it's basically <laughs> a bunch of little old ladies who have written a song about Stuart McSwain going on to hopefully win gold at the Olympics to the tune of Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. So let's hear this right now with no commentary. We're going to hear the full song right now by the You Can't Be Serious group on King Island, Tasmania, singing a song about Stuart McSwain. Well, You Can't Be Serious and we wrote a song for Stuart to wish him luck at the Olympics. Way up in the woods of London, teacher he grows. They stole a sheep farm that was really 
you're gonna have that stuck in your head, aren't you? I, Great song. I, I'm I'm glad that I didn't listen to that. Now, um, it sounds <laughs> hilarious, but I think I've mentioned to you before. I have a disdain for the instrument of ukulele. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, so does King Island, apparently. Jared, what do you think of that? I mean, come on. I mean, from I do also. I would just quickly point out that on Channel Seven, do they they don't turn around and say he's from Tasmania? They say he's from King Island because, like, apparently mm. to them, they don't need to mention Tasmania anymore. It's just like, oh, he's from King Island. Uh, I mean, you got you got to love Stewie, don't you? Come on. Yeah, I'm just looking forward. We we tatted up. Um, You're the voice is the song for the uh, for the Brisbane Games, but now I don't know. That's a contender. Yeah, I tell you what, that's a good point. And how good has Tasmania been these Olympics? Our canoeist, Ariane Titmus, Richie Port finished. Uh, <laughs> we've got two, we've got two kookaburras. We've got Eddie Ockenden and uh, Belts in the in the final. We could end up walking away if, if we win gold and Harry gets a gold. That's six gold medals for Tasmania. I'm just saying, Tasmanians are on track to win more gold than Canada. This is huge. And Colin, please bring this stat up when it comes to the Winter Olympics when Manitoba win more gold medals than Australia. So Manitoba will not be winning gold medals. <laughs> you got curlers, don't you? No? Well, if they make it this time, they didn't in Pyeongchang. Well, you never know. Uh, the pole vault, yeah, Curtis Marshall, sadly, uh, he made the final but uh, didn't get out of that. So, uh Ba, 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 bow, bow. Price is right. Sound <laughs> you do the, the Price is Right music? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm <laughs> not even joking. <laughs> For some reason, it, like recently in the last few weeks, whenever like something shit happens, I literally go, ba, 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 bow, bow. like I don't know why. That's not even the sound effects they played on Australia's Price is Right. I know that's from the American one, so I don't even know why that's in my well, head. <laughs> it, uh, you're doing that when, it, when everything goes wrong, but that's the victory music on Price is Right. The, the bad ones, bum, bum, bum. You're doing the dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I made it. No, no, but don't they do the bop, 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 like it's more of a meow. No, that's the one I hear. Mm, don't think so. Well, anyway, I'm whatever. Well, I like well, mine Well, in the version that I have in my head, it is. <laughs> Thinking um, of the Cuban edition. The Cuban edition, exactly. <laughs> so many medals. Um, women's team pursuit, cycling, Australia. Finished fifth. Yay. Go, Australia. Um, and in the men's team pursuit, we got beaten by fucking France. For bronze, but did we not set an Olympic record, or was that in the? Um, that was a different pursuit? event. The pursuit. So the <laughs> that sprint was just we too many. <laughs> so there's the pursuit and the sprint, which are very similar, but one you chase one, like sure. So the team sprint, we got the fourth. We got the fourth. <laughs> we got the fourth, everyone, and we are battling off for bronze in the team pursuit against New Zealand, which is that's what we got the Olympic record in. Yes, no, mm. maybe. Too, too many Olympic records going in the track. It's a little bit sus. I don't I, get... I actually, I like the pursuit better. Um, oh, I, they it's, have it's it interesting, in, yeah. It's the same as speed skating's pursuit, you know, but yeah. uh, really one of these days I want it to be you are going to go until you literally catch the other person and not however many laps. It's like survival. you, you got to ta- tag them on the back when you're going around that rope yeah, course, and, right? And if yeah. it goes longer than sport climbing, it goes longer than sport climbing, you know? <laughs> The thing that, like, we talked a little bit about, um, and I, I don't know how track cycling, like, I know with the women's team, you, you got a bronze in Rio, but you obviously got fourth this time around, but I don't know, like, how big outside of that track cycling is in Canada. But generally, this is one of our go-to events where we're going to medal in. But I was actually reading an article today about the fact that since Athens, when we won at least three or four gold, we've been so shit in track cycling. Like, I know Anamir's, like, got a gold in London. And I think we've won one gold since Athens. And there's been apparently this massive review into track cycling in this country after Rio. And yet here we are, 
on track to what maybe win a bronze like this on track i don't i don't <laughs> i get it i don't know like they were talking up the dolphins like in the swimming like oh london was terrible they only won one gold and here we are nine years later winning nine what a comeback story whereas like why aren't we talking up the track cycling jared this should be one of our best events but we suck all of a sudden really badly yeah it's hard to see like in these sports how that happens because when you're doing so well you're you're expecting more people to take it up you're thinking that they're probably going to get more funding there's more advertising money in it if you're doing well in it it's just it's a weird one how just all of a sudden it was just like the metals just dried up out of nowhere yeah. maybe i mean our bikes falling apart doesn't help but um <laughs> Did you see that, Colin? Did you see yesterday no. the Australians bike? So I was watching it at the corner of my eye and I thought he hit something on the track, but no, his bike just broke. One of our members is just coming around. You see this Australian just face playing on the track. Basically, you think he's dead, but he's fine. And they show the replays. His bike just broke. Like his handlebars fell off and then he just falls off the bike. <laughs> Shouldn't laugh, but it was funny. Uh, was I, okay. I was seeing that the, the Chinese, there was some big controversy about the tape on their legs would possibly give them an advantage. <laughs> I mean, sounds pretty standard in cycling. Tape on your leg gives you an advantage. Um, I, I did love today when the um, the British women's team, when they set the world record and then they crashed to like two seconds after it, it's because I was so like obsessed that they got the record that they just weren't looking <laughs> ahead of them and then one takes out the entire team. Was that the one where I saw out of the corner of my eye that the Brits and the Danes collided? Like they had the big crash on the track. I saw Britain and they had a mass and nearly took out their coach who was standing on the line. So mm. um, that was funny. Uh, artistic swimming, Australia are 20th out of 21. So uh, actually out of 22 because Greece didn't start. So um, we're ahead of South Africa, our traditional artistic swimming rivals. So that's all that we care about there. Um, outside of all of those... Uh, the Boomers will win this one, I think, Jared. We're about 20-odd points up now, so it looks like we will play America for a spot in the gold medal match. Um, will we lose bronze again? What are you thinking? Surely. Yeah. Well, the curse so has Slo- just got to... It just, it just feels like the curse will live on forever. Slovenia are playing uh, France in the other semifinal, and uh, Luka Doncic has been dominating for Slovenia in their first time ever in the Olympics. So... Um, I would like to face France in the bronze medal game. Um, I do not want to face Slovenia in a bronze medal game. Reminds me of all those years we used to lose to Lithuania. That was the only time I think Australians knew who Lithuania were because we always lost them to the bronze medal at the Olympics. Um, now, how's the beach volleyball going right now, Colin? Because, again, I still believe it's not on TV here. Uh, Australia won the first set. Oh, come on. Oh, no, it's on TV right now. I can see it. One set up and we're three one up in the second. How are you feeling right now, Colin? Oh, look at this. Oh, I'm not I'm not even I haven't even started the second set. Spoiler. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert, oh, wait. we're winning. Oh no, you just got a point back. It's three two now. Uh, go live, sorry. that's why. <laughs> go live. Okay, well just quickly the boomers are eighty one to fifty two up. I believe we will win. I am not going to watch the rest of that, and I probably choked on that one. But we still got the Opals. Did we then even mention to Colin? Do you realize what happened to your Canadian women's basketball team thanks to us? No. So what happened? Basically, Australia played Puerto Rico. We needed to win by 24 points or more to be the best third-place team. And who was that team that we would knock out if we got 24 points or more? Canada. What did we win by? Like 28 points, I think. We ended up being the best third-place team. We were ahead of France. So just like in the Rugby Sevens where I think Rock needed to lose by 33 points or more and they lost by 32 points, you needed to hope that Australia won by less than 24 points and we didn't. So, sorry, Canada, you're not in the quarterfinals of women's basketball. 
Well, we're taking it hard. <laughs> no, <laughs> you <can laughs> clearly, because you can tell. <laughs> uh, boxing, that said, Harry threw. Uh, we had a few uh, kayakers, canoeists in the finals. Uh, didn't win any medals. Um, although I did love how they were talking up the Gold Coast guy who basically was a surf lifesaver and somebody told him to go to the Olympics to improve your surf lifesaving. <laughs> so he made the final of an Olympics. Oh, good. I'll be good at my surf lifesaving now. Oh, um, surf lifesaving though. Brisbane 2032. Hey, it's actually thoroughly entertaining sport. Uh, did you ever used to watch the Uncle Toby's tour growing up? Mm-hmm. Like Guy Leach, like our great yep. survivor winner. Like, uh, yeah, it was very entertaining. I used to love that. Um, sadly, we didn't make the semifinals as a handball. That's a bit of a shock, I know. Uh, as we said, Australia will play Belgium for gold in hockey. Sailing, we've got a gold guaranteed, and we choked in the other one. Sports climbing, sorry, Tom. Uh, table tennis, we already got eliminated. Volleyball, we don't play that sport. Water polo, bit of a sad one, bit of a shock. Uh, we're out to rock. Bit of a shock, we're out to rock. 9-8. Uh, so rock we, shock. Yeah, no. could have been could have been Australia Canada semi, but instead it's going to be a Rock USA semi. How are you feeling about that one, Jared? These quarterfinals, they just yeah. don't reward the top teams. <laughs> <laughs> Georgie Parker is still shitty. She's uh, yeah, I did love Georgie Parker today. Oh, I'm still recovering from yesterday. Like, come on, Georgie, take it, take a step. She back. doesn't have anything else left to commentate now. She's out of a exactly. job. She did. She did leave hockey to go play AFL for Collingwood. So I mean, you know, you kind of got to judge her for that. Uh, we did have a weightlifter today, but they obviously didn't make the final. So um, bad news there for that. Um, I just I don't want to go to athlete of the day because that will probably take another twenty minutes. Um, I just want to raise something here. We, we we've talked about the curse and the purse with Kylie Mass. You know, Collins claiming it's done. Collins celebrating the fact that the off the podium three times curse- over done now. It's done. She's she's won medals, so I guess, you know, technically you could. But I'm sorry to say that the curse is still out of the purse when it comes to Ben Waterworth. Um, Just want to read out some results here for you based on who I've been on interviews with uh, and what has (laughs) happened to them since. All right. Uh, This includes winter and summer Olympians. Lydia Lassala, our great Olympic champion, 18th in Pyeongchang. Tom Burton, gold medalist, 470, uh, the laser, whatever it was. Got uh, outsailed by Matt Matt Wern and didn't qualify for the Olympics. Catherine Skinner, reigning gold medalist in the women's trap, didn't qualify for uh, <laughs> these Olympics. Uh, Bell Brockhoff got 11th in Pyeongchang. Sam Kennedy Sim got 8th in Pyeongchang. David Morris, we know he was robbed, but it's probably my fault. Clearly the Chinese uh, judge, whoever it was, that robbed him of that landing. 10th place for him. Brendan Kerry, 10th place. Joni Bodenhurst didn't even start. She got injured before the race after carrying the flag for us in the Paralympic opening ceremony. Chumpy Pullen died. Andy Jung. (laughs) Ben. Uh, Chumpy Pullen got six in Pyeongchang and died. Uh, Andy Jung. Uh, heats and semi-final in his events. Kalani Crane, 17th. Brendan Rodney, today. <laughs> today, Brendan freaking Rodney. Couldn't even make the semis. Heats. Charlotte Caslick, quarterfinals. Maxwell Huster, <laughs> round of 32 and round of 16. Tom O'Halloran, I've got Tom O'Halloran here as 20th, but 17th, I'll take that. Um, and Derek Druin. Did not qualify for the Olympics. Did he qualify or did he pull out? What happened? Pulled out again? due to injury. Pulled out due to injury. All right. So they're, they're the off the podium guests. Okay. I mean, we know Brendan's still got a chance of a medal in these Olympics. He's in the relay team. But outside of the off the podium guests, 
people I've interviewed in general for other shows. For The Brink, great show. Colin's been on it a few times. Ash Barty, Belinda Bencic, both medalists at these. I mean, Belinda got two medals. She got a silver and a gold. Ash got a bronze, so I'll kind of take that. But then people I interviewed for uh, other purposes in Canada, uh, Jay Lemerau in the cycling will uh, cycle for fifth. Uh, Georgia Simmeling got fourth. Uh, so there you go. Um, Cassie in the, the rowing, I didn't actually interview her. I spoke to her, but doesn't count. And boxers choked or got a bronze. So when I interview them for the brink, they get a medal. When I interview them for Canadian media, they get fourth or fifth. When I ask them to come on the show, but they don't go through with the interview, they win a medal. When I meet them and work with them, but don't interview them in boxing, they win a medal. So <laughs> note to future guests, if I talk to you, come on the brink or let me meet you in person or don't Just do an interview. Fly out to Hobart. <laughs> if you really want that gold medal, fly to Hobart. No one that I've interviewed on this show has won a medal. That is, how many people is that? that Do is you like, have any left, though? Uh, or was well, Brendan the last one? Brendan's the last one. Um, I don't think, uh, you know, Tom's not going to make the final because obviously only eight people make it through. I didn't interview Abdi. Uh, I mean, winter ones, yes, we've got plenty for Beijing. We've got plenty lined up. But I'm not feeling hopeful. <laughs> plenty Bree. lined up to fail in Beijing. <laughs> Bree, one of the gold medal favourites for the monobob. Clearly not. <laughs> oh, that'll be heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, not Bree. Um, how many is this? One, two, three, four. This is like 20 people. No, that's not right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen people I've interviewed on this show. Jared, <laughs> God. Jared is it time for a mutiny? Should we start discussions? <laughs> I think it's long overdue, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. Like... <laughs> It's no worse. It's no worse than the Swiss jinx. That was pretty bad. So I'm telling you now that like Bree, least name your freaking bobsled after me. Like, I mean, like, I mean, Colin, <laughs> Colin can gloat and say, I've won four Olympic medals based on his guests. I've won none. Jared hasn't even interviewed anyone. So, I mean, you know, Jared's the safe one, but uh, I mean, at least if I get a bobsled named after me, I'll take that. So, um, yeah, we'll just don't, if, if we ever, if we have a guest come on the show and want to listen to an episode of this, don't listen to this segment, okay? I'm fine. I want to say something uh, just on, on my interviews here, uh, <laughs> to not pat myself on the back. Uh, but uh, Aaron Brown, uh, one of the big controversies here, it's not really a commentary fail, so it's not jumping the gun, but one of the big controversies here is every time his name gets brought up, even when he qualified in third, they keep mentioning. And, you know, controversially, he decided to only run in the 200, not uh, do the 100 and 200. By the way, Don, uh, not Don Billy, uh, Andre DeGrasse is the only person running both 100 and in all of Tokyo. And yet everybody seems to be blaming a Aaron Brown saying, oh, he really should. Even Donovan Bailey on TV last night. I really think he should have run both. Aaron Brown talked about in the interview with me about how, you know what? I, I think that uh, one of the things that maybe held me back in Rio was spreading myself too thin, trying to do the 100 and 200. And he's saying the same thing now in interviews when he's being asked about it. He's like, you know what? I didn't want to spread myself too thin. You know what? I'm going to say I got his strategy out of him. <laughs> Let's say that. If he ends up winning a medal, it's all because he made life decisions based on that interview. That's what Good our claim is going to be. Good job, Colin. Look at you, Mr. <laughs> Smarty Pants. Let's, let's have a competition, Colin, uh, between now and Beijing. We'll see how many athletes we can get on between us. 
Um, I mean, you're welcome to join me on all my interviews and I'm welcome to join you on yours. But uh, clearly we know that if we ever do dual interviews, they're not going to make it. So um, we'll see how that goes. I'm just saying, look, really, the 200 metres, like I know you mentioned it before, but two Canadians. you got Aaron and Andre in that. So, and what have we got? Two, three Americans, a Liberian, who I believe actually is an American, but is now a Liberian, uh, a Trinidad and Tobagian, is that the right one? And a Jamaican. So uh, there you go. I when we get to the um, the uh, commentary bits, I've got something fun to say about one of the Americans because he got interviewed by Australian TV, and it was a very unique interview. Um, all right, let's get this in done with. Let's start the clock. All right, we're probably on for another four hours. The sports climbing still going on, so we might beat that. Um, athlete of the day, shit. Um, Colin Shaw. I've got. Oh, I've got hang on, hang on. Stop I'm... crying. Stop crying and talk. Come on. <laughs> Well, I'm just gonna say I've got a few that I I think are all very worthy. Uh, Karsten would obviously be one, but I, he's kind of been bumped down on my list despite the fact that it's incredible doing any world record in Rio. Um, <clears throat> Elaine Thompson is probably my number one at this point. I mean, to to do the double double, she was the first person ever to do the double, and now she's done the double double, and she did it in these games where all the talk was on Shelly Ann and not her. Uh, and she didn't have the best results coming into Tokyo. I mean, she was very much off the board and has sort of come out of nowhere. Uh, she is probably now going to go down as the greatest female sprinter of all time. I mean, because I don't know if, if you're ever going to match that again. I mean, nobody should have matched it with you know, Bolt shouldn't have been able to pull that off. And now Jamaica's pulled it off twice. Um, another one that I just want to throw out there, uh, Carrington, you, you mentioned that would be a big one, but, uh, I don't think we're going to choose this, but I just want to give kind of a nod for an indirect reason to Simone Biles. Uh, I think we're all kind of tired of the Simone Biles story dominating all the media and, and kind of upstaging the athletes who are meddling right now. And it's not, I'm not calling her a quitter. Like some people are uh, I'm not taking anything away from her, but that one event she competed in is probably going to go down in history as the event of Tokyo now. Uh, and, and I'm not even necessarily saying I would take this over Elaine Thompson, but I think we have to at least acknowledge the importance of somebody who made a decision to drop out. Um, it became such a big story that when she came back, this became the marquee event of Tokyo. And it's not quite at the level of Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding, but I guarantee, despite the fact this was on a North American side, I think at four in the morning, this is going to break ratings records. I mean, this is such a huge deal. And when people think about Tokyo 2020, most of the talk's probably going to be on Simone Biles coming back and winning at least one medal. I I can't. I'm not agree. saying to pick it. I'm saying no, no, no. But I just, I just, it. I just want to say quickly on Simone Biles thing. Like, we could do a massive discussion about this, but had she done a massive like torn a hamstring or did this or did like sprained her ankle like Ellie Black did and whatever and pulled out but then came back like no I'm okay and come back and win a bronze I'd be more on board with that and I'm not trying to take away from the fact that she pulled out due to mental reasons is anything lesser than a physical injury but I just I can't get on board with that a positive opinion of it. I'm sorry I need to well, be the negative it, Nancy. Not, I just, no no but I just want to say I just want to say no, I just want to say this about Simone Biles because this is what frustrates me about this is that she's championed as this advocate for mental health for athletes and all this sort of stuff and everything. And yeah, she's taken a stance and no, I'm not right to compete and blah, 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 blah. Then she literally goes, no, I'm okay. And she comes and competes. It takes away she, from she everything she just stood up for in the last two days. I'm sorry. It just annoys me. 
And again, this isn't a vote for Simone Biles and good for her. This is, a, for me, this would be a vote for, look at what this has done for a game that's probably tanking in as far as interest goes right now. Uh, it will be forever remembered. And, and I'm not a fan of Michael Phelps. Up until we got to Rio, I hated Michael Phelps. A lot of people hated Michael Phelps. But you can't take away the importance of what he brought to the Olympics. And for a single event winning a bronze medal, after basically pulling out the attention that this has brought to the Olympics is at least a big deal enough to be considered. It's more the story of this and what it has brought to the Olympics more so than just her. I feel this is one of those regional things, Colin, and this isn't me trying to be a dick to you or anything or kind of going back on what we're saying before, but like, yeah, it's made news here, but I mean, the Olympics in this country right now are not a, Oh, people are losing interest. I mean, the Olympics are the biggest thing right now because of how successful Australia has been. This is a, this is, I would say this is the most talked about the Olympics I've seen in a very long time. So to us, yeah, it's made the news that Simone Biles came back and won a medal, but that's not a talking point. We're, we're just so into everything that's happening in this country right now and all the stories are like how this has brought Australia back together with all the problems because we've got Sydney still in lockdown. I mean, Jared knows that. He's there. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of things happening around that. So, again, I'm just, again, not me trying to be a dick and I, I realise we're not putting her up and we're debating this for no reason, but <laughs> I'm just saying it feels like that's more of a regional thing, maybe a North American thing or maybe outside of, a, of that area because like, that's not something that's making news here for that reason. Like the, the Australians right. <laughs> Okay, I get it. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying in general, like, that's an interesting perspective to hear that uh, because that's not something that I have heard. So that's what I'm trying mm. to say. I'm not trying to shut that down. That's just simply me saying that. So who is but, your, but for your, the your record? Pre- for the record, Elaine is my vote. Okay, so that's what I was about to ask you. Elaine's your vote. Okay. Uh, Canada looks like they've just won the second set. So we're going to a third. That's how it yeah. works in beach volleyball. Yes. All right. Um, Jared, who is your nominee? Decisions, decisions. Um, you know what? After uh, the opening discussions to this episode, I am just going to throw out there Bessa Marwin from France in the sport climbing for setting the fastest qualification time in the speed because I just thought that, that was, was impressive. He's not a gold medalist. He's from France. We haven't picked yet. He's not an Australian and doesn't have an Australian connection that I know of. Uh, so that is my vote. Um, was, that was crazy. That was an insane climb he had. Just quickly, 97 to 59. That's how much the boomers have won by. So there you go. Bit of, that's a massive result. I did not expect Australia to win that much against Argentina. Uh, we're going to have a tricky one today, folks, because I just want to give some honourable mentions. Uh, I literally had Ellie Black written down as an honourable mention to have sprained a freaking ankle the other day to come back and get fourth freaking place is pretty incredible. To me, that's bigger than Simone Biles. I'm sorry, Simone. Uh, and I want to say, like, I'm not shitting on Simone Biles for what she did. It just, it's annoying that she got all of that praise to then come back. Oh, no, I'm going to come back. Like, just, just stop it, Simone. Stop being so good. Um, shut up, Colin. I'm going to put an honourable mention to an Australian, Harry Garside. That is... Bloody brilliant to have a boxer win a medal after all these years in a sport that really gets no attention in this country outside of every now and then the Commonwealth Games it gets a bit. We've got a couple of like when uh, Jeff Horn won, like he's fading into obscurity. Like it's been a long time since we've had a prominent boxer in our country. We're surrounded by the likes of Anthony Mundine. That doesn't count. So, I mean, this is a big deal for the sport of boxing in Australia. This will help this sport big time moving forward in Australia. But the two that I want to put up... Um, 
and again, I don't know how this is going to work. Lisa Carrington, uh, I mean, seriously, like for New Zealand, for a country of New Zealand, Nick, Nick pointed it out very well when he was talking to me. Like, they're a country of 4 million people to win the amount of medals that they're winning at these Olympics and to have someone win five, like five medals. I mean, Penny's obviously what now won six or seven. That's a big deal for Canada. Um, you know, we talk about Australia's Winter Olympians winning two medals. That's a big deal to have multiple Winter Olympic medalists. I mean, New Zealand, again, they punch above their weight so well in the Summer Olympics for this. We make fun of them, but that's incredible. Five medals. And she's potentially got the chance to win six. Uh, I mean, compare that to Penny. Penny's what? Six, was it? Seven. She's won seven. So even if, <laughs> if Lisa medaled in her last two events and got seven in total... You've got a country, the tiny little country called New Zealand with 4 million people that has about the same amount of people as the city of Toronto in the second largest country in the world. I mean, that itself speaks volumes for her achievements. I, I though, mind that I, I thought this would almost be a sweep, but I'm a bit surprised it uh, hasn't quite gone that way. Carsten. Uh, I mean, he ran under 46 seconds. He ran a race that would have been faster than most countries' 400 flat from a country called Norway that is all good. So I know we've already put up a Norwegian. So again, that's, you know, Colin's rules. But I mean, like it's one thing I'll say, like I, this isn't, this sounds racist, but it's not meant to be. To see a white guy out sprint a black guy, like the way he did was incredible. I've never seen that before. Like I, that's probably really racist, but I'm not meaning it to sound racist. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy to me. Like, and, and Bruce and Tamsin were calling this the greatest race they've ever seen at the Olympics. And all the headlines I'm seeing is like, is this the greatest ever race at the Olympics? To have five people, the top five would have won a medal at every single Olympic Games prior to this. Insane. The top two broke the world record. And as you said, Colin, until recently, this was a world record that stood for nearly 30 years. I mean, that's insane. So, yeah, my my vote is Carson. So I don't know how we're going to break this deadlock. I, I think though, just, just one more rebuttal to add. And I don't, I, I think Carson was an honorable mention for me, but I mean, the record of the double, double didn't exist prior to this too. So I think just well, as big of a deal. Times, that. So, you know, well, on the female side, nobody's done it though. Okay. I'm just pointing out to be gender equal that the Saints done it. The men have done it. <laughs> um, uh, look, uh, I don't know. How do we do this? <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Uh, I'm not, I'm not into Elaine. I'm sorry. Like I'm not taking away from achievement, but, um, you pissed me off earlier, Colin. So I'm Why? Because she's not white. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Made my I, I don't point. know. I mean, Jared, you only put up one person. You didn't have any honorable mentions. Karsten's at least on my honorable mention list. So, I mean, that's probably the closest we'll come to a consensus unless you have any others you want to add or throw in there, Jared. No, I'm indifferent either way. <laughs> All right. So are we going with Carson then? It looks like it's Carson by <laughs> a vote of one oh, and an honourable mention. Jesus, we're going to have to make sure tomorrow that we stop putting up all these Norwegians. Jesus, we're so biased we to Norway, should. aren't we? Jesus, God. Sorry to our 91% that we're just putting up Norway all we're the time. We're 50% from two countries. Yeah, all right. Actually, just to clarify, Canada didn't win the second set. It's 2019 right now in the second. I thought it when you went to 15, but clearly I can't That's count. The third, I was wondering. I I'm like, you're, you're really far ahead of me. The, the third set will be 15. Oh, okay. Well, Canada just got the second now. So, uh, all right, going to the third uh, <laughs> in that point. What did we watch today, gentlemen, Colin? Uh, currently beach volleyball. <laughs> cool. The, uh, the, the athletics, obviously. The long jump, I already mentioned that one. Uh, I actually had a really hard time sleeping last night. It's a miracle I even got up for this uh, episode. I, I probably got an hour and a half sleep. No reason. I kept drifting off, and as soon as I drifted off, I would be wide awake again. 
So I kept turning on the TV throughout the night and just watching whatever was on. I did catch the the sport climbing or at least the sprint portion uh, and the entirety of the, um, the, the, the gymnastics, the beam, um, and obviously some of the, uh, the, the canoe as well. So, um, basically everything that was on TV for the seven hours I was trying to sleep before I eventually fell asleep for an hour and a half. Now I know why you're so grumpy and angry. Cause I remember that double Oz seven episode where you called me fat. That was like two in the morning and you were grumpy. You met my children. This is a normal night for me an hour and a half. <laughs> but still that's, I get it now. I understand. Give Colin some sleep and he'll be typical nice Canadian. Jared, uh, what did you watch today? A little bit of everything. Everything, obviously the track and field, um, caught the canoe sprint, caught the, uh, the track cycling, which was a disappointment. Um, the hockey, which was amazing. The um, water polo, as you mentioned, that was a bit of a letdown. I feel like we had lots of chances. And I think something we didn't mention was I watched the um, men's horizontal bar final in the, in the gymnastics where we had an Australian finish fifth. Which I believe this? is yeah, wow. which I believe is the highest ever finish from a um, Australian male gymnast in Might Olympic have even history. Been, did we have a? Did Elisa Skinner finish fourth in a an apparatus in Athens? I think what I read said the highest finish by a male. So I'm assuming that a female's done better before. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Elisa Skinner did back in Sydney or in Athens. I know. Yeah, we had a very highly placed female in one apparatus once, but um. No, yeah, we've obviously never done well at all in artistic gymnastics, but now we have. Good job. I, I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I knew he was competing, but I didn't realize he did that well. So, um, why are we just calling him him? Tyson uh, Bull. Th- thank you him. very much. That man. God, oh, that man. Typical man. Um, yeah, I think I watched basically everything that you guys did. I caught a bit more of the boxing. Uh, I watched the the Japanese girl win against the um, the Filipino girl. That was pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, the sport climbing, which is it still going on? Or have they finally finished it? <laughs> they're, they're, no, it looks like it's finally finished. All right, seven hours later. Um, yeah, uh, I caught a bit of table tennis today, actually. That might be coming soon to our... Uh, our commentary in a few days, but uh, I do like a bit of ping pong, so that was exciting. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Uh, everything else you guys obviously already mentioned. Uh, commentary fails or everything else. Let's start. Let's start with Jared today. I, I, I will go Australia, Canada, Australia. Um, so I just had the one, which is not a commentary fail, but just the sport climbing commentator was just amazing, and he had so, so many of these great lines, and him commentating the speed the best because he's trying to squeeze in all this stuff in like a five second run it was almost like he was doing one of those like cattle auctions i want to say like over in america like that's what it was like that was the speed that he was having to call like um the event at but i did love his comment um when like lots of the athletes were breaking their like personal bests and records and he said well the wall is standing strong but the records are crumbling it was just a really cool moment. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I was recording it while I was uh, recording, so I didn't hear much of the commentary until the bouldering, so I need to go back and watch that. Uh, Colin, Canada, hit me with it. There was one funny one in the diving. I, I forgot to mention that uh, for what I watched, uh, but uh, it might have been a weirdly timed thing. I know that uh, they've shown the commentary booths where they're actually separated into two booths, but like, you know, see-through wall or whatever. Uh, the main commentator, Mitch, I guess is his name, had, uh, uh, had basically been wrapping it up. He's like, uh, and back to you in the studio, Heather. And then our our expert, um, uh, what's her name? Um, oh, I'm drawing Blythe Hartley. Yeah, former, former medalist Blythe Hartley. 
So after he goes back to you in the studio, Heather, she goes, Mitch, I'm with you there. There should be an automatic wow after every one of those dives. <laughs> and then it goes quiet again. And he goes, and China wins the gold. Back to you. <laughs> Did she just not hear that the event was over and she threw in this weird comment about, let's give an automatic wow to everybody. Can we do commentary of the diving and just do that? Yeah. <laughs> have have Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> See, the other unlucky. one was just, the other one was just an awkward interview. Now, uh, after the events are over, you know, you have the, the I don't know, trackside reporters with their, microphones on hockey sticks or whatever to keep their distancing uh usually they're pretty good they must have had an intern doing this or something because it was so awkward uh they were interviewing um uh i can't remember one of our female runners i mentioned her earlier i even said we'll have uh uh something coming up in her later glennis uh but uh what's that glennis glennis that's your runner glennis Okay, well, Glennis, then. Uh, I'm going to find her name here. Uh, it's Glennis. You don't believe me? Fine, fine. It's Glennis. Let's call her Glennis. All right. Uh, so, Glennis was being interviewed. And this, this awkward pause. Who? Glennis. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, did you catch a name that I didn't? Who's Jack Smiggins gets a hilarious laugh Jack track Smiggins. over on Double yeah. on Seven. I mentioned Glennis, and you're like, who? Glennis. Give me, you got to give me a last name. Sleep. It can't just be Glennis. Glennis Miggins. There we go. Glennis Miggins. mum. <laughs> our famous track star. Uh, Glennis Miggins. And there's the, the first question I didn't get, it was like something like, so how did you, uh, how did you feel that that race went? And she's like giving, you know, a professional answer. You know, it was a little hard for me and it wasn't quite the result. I and then all of a sudden it goes, uh-huh. So, um, I understand that you have asthma. Um, <laughs> how does that factor in? And she gives another answer like, well, yeah, you know, you, you teach yourself how to, you know, proper breathing techniques and everything, you know, it's difficult in this heat or whatever. And he goes, uh-huh. Okay. So do you like think you were able to execute the race plan that you had? And meanwhile, there, she's barely made qualification. At this point, she's on the bubble. Do you feel like you were able to execute the race plan you had? She openly laughs. She's like, um, yeah, I guess. And then gives another polite answer. But like she was getting impatient with this dumb reporter who's just clearly got a script of here's some potential questions, but like you got to feel it out with the people. It was so awkward, but hilarious. And that's why um, I went to journalism school. Um, I, I don't know. I was trying to really come back. <laughs> it's not working for me. I mean, clearly all the athletes that come on, they answer questions for me and they, they get so mentally drained by them. They don't perform at the Olympics. So they're going, Oh my God, those questions that, that random guy asked me, I can't perform. I can't perform. Um, six, four right now in the third. This is entertaining. Oh, and Australia's gotten another point. I did love a second ago how the Canadians basically ran into each other as they tried to, like, get the ball. They're not talking, Colin. Why aren't the Canadians talking to each other? What's going on? Um, is this, like, in all seriousness, this is, like, one of your favourites, aren't they, to, like, win the gold? This is, they're, num- they're undefeated, so they are the favourites right now to win the gold. But, like, undefeated ever? Like, have they ever lost or just undefeated in the Olympics? Because the Hockey Roos are undefeated. And, they're uh, usually very strong, went. but in the Olympics, in the Olympics, they're undefeated. But, yeah, they're, they're huge favourites coming into this game for Canada's medal hopes. Oh, it's going to be a comeback, though. They're 8-4 down in the third. Don't know how it's going. Um, Yeah, a few, uh, not necessarily fails. I don't feel like we should call this, like, just highlights, maybe. Uh, a couple of good <laughs> Bruce moments, I guess. Lowlights. Uh, low lights, highlights, low lights. Um, I love Bruce today in one of the, I don't know which event it was, but um, one of the, the runners 
showed off a little bit, and Bruce is like, oh, he's a bit showboaty, but I like it. Uh, Bruce gets a bit excited. I like Tamsin Manu's random facts of the day. One of the runners today um, apparently is into trading cards, and to which Tamsin Manu said, you know how kids are into trading cards? Yeah, he makes trading cards to get people into running. <laughs> it's like, you know how kids are into trading cards? <laughs> Okay. Um, hey, I did, you, you just glossed over something very important there. There's there's running trading cards. I want some of these. I think this is like in, I don't know, the British Virgin Islands or something. Like he was from some random country. Has um, he got so, a Chloe Esposito? The, the elusive Chloe Esposito <laughs> Yeah, card. I don't have a Chloe Esposito. I still want my Chloe Esposito. Um, I, I do love the awkward Channel 7 Olympian get vaccinated ads where it's not like they've gone out and gotten like, you know, Emma McKeon or Ariane Titmus or Patty Mills, they've gotten like, hi, I'm Glennis, Australian table tennis player. Hi, I'm hi, Frank. I'm Tom O'Halloran. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, it's like, hi, I'm Jack, Australian taekwondo competitor. Hi, I'm Lenny, Australian karate. Like, just literally no one anyone has heard of. And they're like, mm-hmm. I got vaccinated. You should too. Like, Jared, have you recognised any of these athletes? No, and it's just, well, I mean... Every ad to do with the vaccination, Australia's handled poorly. But these ones, it's like, hi, I'm Glennis and I've jumped the vaccination queue because I'm representing Australia in the Olympics. Get vaccinated, even though you can't because there's a shortage of supply. But whatever. Clearly, this is just a Band-Aid they've stuck over my arm to pretend I've just been vaccinated. Oh, it's and so if it's funny. incentive, why would you put up the losers? Like if there are people on the fence about getting vaccinated, well, you know what? I don't want to be a loser. Yeah. I want to be a winner. They may as well say, hi, I'm Tom O'Halloran, off the podium guest. Um, I, I I listen to off the podium, so should you. Like, I mean, that's what they should do. Um, what else did I have today? Um, oh, the javelin. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Dave Colbert. Uh, mentioned that's going from you know where to almost the mayor's office. I have no idea what that means. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, I also love it when, uh, he got a bit excited when, uh, our, our long jumper, Amy Schumer basically did well and which Dave Colbert, he sees the white flag go up cause it was a legal jump. Oh, white flag. I love that. Cool. That's, that's pretty good. Um, there was one of the American runners they kept calling Kung Fu Kevin. Um, I, I, I don't know why. Um, I did love the breaking news on news.com.au today. Revealed which country stole Australia's mascots. I was like, ooh, the, the mystery's finally being solved. I didn't realise our mascots had been stolen. Apparently in the Olympic Village, we had like a kangaroo, and I don't know if it was a koala or something, that went missing. And then apparently somebody blamed the Canadians because they were like, oh, they've probably gone over to Canada house to hang out with the moose. It wasn't the oh, Canadians. It's... It was the Germans. The Germans stole our mascots. Typical so who, Germans. Who cracked the case? Scooby Doo and Shaggy? I I, I guess. Uh, I would have gotten away with it. See if it wasn't for the damn Canadians. <laughs> um, what was? Uh, I did like there was a Lebanese runner at one point who gave a salute. Like as they introduced me, kind of stood up rigid and saluted the camera before he like went up there. Um, there was another. I can't ever hear Lebanese without thinking about Glee. Because you're thinking of lesbian, lesbian? Le- le- lesbian, I'm Lebanese. Don't you mean lesbian? I've, oh, I haven't I haven't watched that in a long time. Was that Britney S. Pierce, my favorite yeah. character on that show? <laughs> oh, I love Britney S. Pierce. The one the one when you talk, uh, were we talking about recently, Homus the Dip? I think you mentioned it or something or somebody mentioned it. Um, 
Jared will know who I'm talking about. Australian comedic group, Laynorm Woodley. Uh, and there's one of their stand-up performances and they're like sitting there and uh, Frank goes, oh, I just can't stop thinking about homos. And like, what? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's my favourite Lebanese dip. And they're like, hummus, hummus, you idiot. (laughs) You're you're putting hummus and Lebanese together. Somebody's going to be misunderstanding what you're talking about. (laughs) I just can't stop thinking about homos. Um, Another one that Tamsin really did a research. There was a a runner who loved doing dance moves from video games. So which Tamsin said, you've got to be right up there with video games to know his moves. Okay. Okay. and there was another, was it the canoe finalist with Nick Green? At one point when he says, there's a lot of Olympic medalists in this final and the youth. <laughs> it's like, okay. I mentioned before their love for that Hungarian Varga. Oh, he's the future. Here's the future. Here's the future. Um, during the 400 hurdles, I think Tamsin Lewis like basically had an orgasm the way she was screaming and going off with everything along those lines. Um, there was also at the hockey, good old Alistair Clarkson, uh, not Alistair Clarkson, Alistair Nicholson, not Alistair Clarkson, dumb coach of Hawthorne. Um, when he gets there, oh, there's only a small crowd here today. <laughs> well, it's better than the no crowd that we've seen at all the other events. Um, and we talked about the cocky Australians, right? Going on the other day about everything. Even when we are winning, we are still cocky and bragging and everything. The Germans uh, fucked up one of their penalty corners, to which Alistair's like, oh, mistrap there from the Germans. Terrible, terrible stuff by the Germans. It's like, calm down. Um, and what was the the woman aside Hamish McLaughlin in the studio? I can't remember her name. The woman. That sounded really sexist, Ben. The reporter next to Hamish McLaughlin when she's talking up the boomers, right? This is, this is, a, we need to come up with a new segment name for the like overselling an event quote of the day. Cause we had it from the Kiwis the other day about, you know, oh, can't get much better than 19 out of 20. Colin had one the other day. So it's the, uh, this reporter said, the boomers quarterfinal tonight. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Yeah, it does. The semifinal's bigger. So is the gold medal match. The bronze medal match. <laughs> the bronze medal match. Yes, it does get bigger. Um, the two last ones I'm going on here. Um, the winner of the first 200-meter heat, uh, is it Araya Knighton? Um, the, we're talking him up. Bruce loves him. He's 17 years old. He's, he's fast. He's great. He's a bit cocky. He's very American. So our trackside reporter gets him and... You know, he's a bit, you know, he's a bit kind of blasé. He's a little bit all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like showing his USA and everything. To which um, the the trackside guy said something to him along the lines of like, that's the fastest ever a 17-year-old has run or something. I can't remember. So this American guy goes, for real? Woo! <laughs> and just like does this thing to the camera. It was so funny. Um, the final one I'll say, I pray New Zealand, praise New Zealand this episode. I've given them props. Nick Chester, our New Zealand correspondent, did tell me that New Zealand had a bit of a dig at Australia today in their media, everyone. In their live blog of the Olympics, they decided to say, well, New Zealand would be ahead of Australia on this medal tally because Australia's only won all of their medals in swimming. So take away their swimming medals and we've done better than Australia. Um, Well, take away your canoeing medals and we probably still have done better than you, New Zealand. Rowing, equestrian. (laughs) Yeah. Like, they're having a dig at us. Soon to be beach volleyball. Like, you know, even Jared uh, Collins defending us, and he hates us apparently after these Olympics. <laughs> so um, in the great words of uh, a great swimmer, but changing one word slightly, 
Fuck you, New Zealand. So, um, yeah, anyway, there we go. Um, quickly, 14-12. This is match point for Australia. And oh, it's 14-11 here. Did we get it? We got it! Live commentary. Suck it, Canada! Revenge. This is actually, you know, both Canada and US have been knocked out. This one's like wide open right now. This is there have been a lot of upsets in beach volleyball. Well, Australia's gonna play the great beach volleyball nation of Latvia in the semifinals. Um <laughs> in all seriousness, Jared, this is pretty exciting. We have not meddled, I think, in beach volleyball since Sydney, since we won in Sydney. I don't think did um Natalie Cook I think they made the bronze medal match in Beijing, maybe, but they lost it. So uh, I mean, again, you think about beach volleyball, I would assume Australia's up there because we've got beaches and we have balls. So, um, yeah, go us, Jared. Yeah, this is such a massive result. Um, oh, yeah, so excited. I feel like, of a good exposure, I want to say, for Latvia, like Latvia and Lithuania. We mentioned Lithuania before. Latvia gets to mention this episode. It's been a good uh, Eurovision bingo card episode. It has, and Latvia's done pretty well. They obviously won the 3x3. Um, Latvia's one of these, like, I joke about Romania. I legitimately like Romania. Romania is a country I would legitimately like to go to. It fascinates me. Latvia's always one of these Eastern European countries that I legitimately am fascinated by. So it's just, it is literally a country that nobody really outside of Latvia, I'm assuming, knows much about. Uh, it never makes the news. No one talks about it. But, like, I would love to go to Latvia. It's just one of those countries where it's like, where, where's your favourite place you've been to in the world? Latvia? Okay. Cool. I mean, I know the flag of Latvia. Outside of that, I don't know much about it. Has Latvia ever won Eurovision? I don't think they've ever won Eurovision, have they? Jared? I kind of want to say that they have, but no. I don't think um, so. Well, and I'll, I'll say they have. Oh, let's go with that. Uh, just And quickly to uh, do the fact check here. No, Australia has not won a beach volleyball medal since our gold in Sydney. Of course, the great Natalie Cook, Kerry Pothouse, who of course got the bronze in Atlanta. We have lost two bronze medal matches, though, at the same Olympics. And I'm wearing the medal today, Athens. So, yeah, Natalie Cook got the bronze with a different partner, Nicole Sanderson. They lost to the US for the bronze. And the men, I didn't realise we actually have a men's pair that lost the bronze medal at those Olympics too. Julian Prosser and Mark Williams lost to Switzerland in beach volleyball. Come off it. Uh, Switzerland doesn't have beaches. How does that work? It's like them winning the America's Cup. It doesn't No volleyball. No volleyball. No. I guess it's kind of like tennis. So there you go. Um, I didn't mention the partying rowers and, and rugby players getting reprimanded in Australia for vomiting in rooms or something along those lines. So um, anyway, um, so I guess uh, looking ahead, we've obviously got no commentary. Um Tomorrow we have 17 medals. It's uh, one of the, the lesser days in terms of uh, total medals given, but it gets very busy from after tomorrow onwards. Uh, but we have uh, golf returning. The women's golf kicks off tomorrow. Marathon swimming, which is always kind of one of these ones I do enjoy when I remember it's on. And kids, get excited. Skateboarding returns tomorrow. Hopefully oh. it's the good one, right? I don't know what the, the previous difference- looks good. Is it, so this is is this kind of like the BMX freestyle, but on skateboards? Is this what it, we're meant to be believing? I did see some big air in the um in the previews, so I'm hoping. Does it does it involve like little kids falling off skateboards so we can laugh at these obnoxious <laughs> little thirteen year olds that shouldn't be winning medals? Um, Fingers crossed. I mean, but is this I, I, again? I've I really have done my research clearly. Like, I mean, I, can these kids back it up? Can they win? Can we have that Brazilian thirteen year old get the gold instead of the silver? Like, I mean, is this? Do we know this? Jack, Colin, you're our skateboarding expert. Yeah, we have a guy in a cereal box. His event's already come and gone, so we know nothing about what's to come. Clearly, yep, all right. Um, but uh, you like the decathlon, don't you, Colin? So the heats of that are yeah. 
Starting tomorrow. And that's, is that the one that you got the Canadian in or is that the heptathlon? Am I getting them confused? That's the decathlon. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's our best chance now. Right. Okay. So going for that glorious four, but uh, of course, tomorrow, uh, artistic swimming, the duet, we're, we're all into that. Uh, the men's oh, 200 probably. I'm rooting for Ben and Jared. We'll probably be on air tomorrow when that's on. Uh, the 800 though, it's happening tomorrow. Is it going to be, uh, what was it, Awesome or whatever the hell they, they said it was? Um, I mean, we're, we're looking forward to him, right, aren't we? We're, we're going for Aussiness, Aussie, Aussie glory in uh, the uh, unbelievable. That's what it is for Peter. So, uh, I mean, I'm seriously like, I love this guy. Like, And I'm telling you now, fuck you, Colin. If he wins gold medal, if he wins a medal tomorrow night, automatic athlete of the day. So we will hit 25% by the end of the games. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you're not here tomorrow night, so suck it. You don't get a vote. Uh- <laughs> All right, Jared, we're going to choose an Australian ready for tomorrow, ready to go. But um, I'm actually really excited for that event, Jared. I've, I'm looking forward to the 800 metres. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like he's got a chance. He's looked really good in, like, the heats and the semis. So um, it'd be so good. Fingers crossed that he can pull it out. Australia, guaranteed a gold medal tomorrow. The men's 470. We will get our gold in that one in that. So that's exciting as well. Of course, for off-the-podium athletes, uh, we have Aaron Brown. We don't have Brendan Rodney. So we'll uh, keep an eye out on how that goes. Uh, some of the other ones keep an eye out in the uh, basketball. We should mention, obviously, that we got really excited last night with the Opals. Of course, they play the US in the quarterfinal. So uh, we will have a great quarterfinal finish for the women's basketball. That will be exciting for us. Uh, and just looking at the other team sports here, any of us playing in anything else? It doesn't look like it. I don't see any Canadian or Australian flags outside of that. So um, we'll see how we go. But we will have some commentary uh, tomorrow, I believe. Um, Colin, I, I think are we going to have um, table tennis, sport climbing, or wrestling? What are you feeling like? Because uh, you'll join me for that tomorrow. So you can uh, we can go back in time and commentate any of these events and go back to Tokyo. What are you feeling? Um, which one is the shortest? <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> wrestling it is. <laughs> wrestling it is. All right. Tune in tomorrow. Short tomorrow. windows. <laughs> short windows to record makes it wrestling by default. Wrestling. Uh, and I'll try my best not to rip off Roy and HG from Sydney. Um, before we go, I do want to give a special shout out actually. Uh, over on Twitter, Dom Whelan uh, tagged us and a couple of other Olympic podcasts on there saying that he's enjoying listening to all of us. And uh, it's hard to keep up, but he's doing it. So I appreciate that, Don. And while we're on the topic, those other ones that he did mention, Keep the Flame Alive, Olympopod, and the Five Rings podcast. Listen to them because I believe they all have 100% records of their guests going on to win medals. So, And I also believe that if you're sick of all this Australian bias, you can hear American athletes of the day of all you like. All you like and all of them, which I know Colin's missing. He's, he's wanting all those Americans because he's so jealous of all these Australians getting all these athletes of the day. Um Thanks for joining us today. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, subscribe. And yes, we are getting very close to the end. I'm sad, but it's 185 days till Beijing. Come on, the, the, the real Olympics. I love the Summer Olympics. I love doing this, but I'm telling you, I say this all the time. I like the Winter Olympics better. So I'm so excited that they're only 185 days away. Uh, Jared, thank you very much for joining us. It's a pleasure as always. Thank you. It's been great. And Colin, go take a chill pill, Phil. I would rip my shirt open right now, but somebody beat me to the punch. That's why Norway is athlete of the day. Thanks for tuning in to Off the Podium, and we'll speak to you tomorrow. Good night. <laughs>